Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are live. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Once again, fresh off the Royal Rumble, the Russell Room is back in the building, and we have quite a bit to discuss today. We have injuries, CM Punk out of the Rumble. We have winners, Cody Rose Bailey. Was it the right decision? Was it not the right decision? The bloodline, what happens next? We have all that and more coming up right after this. But listen. I want you guys to do me a favor. Don't go too far because the intro is not as long as it used to be. Let's get it. Houston, we have a problem. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Wrestle Round Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Realm. Follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Threads, X, Facebook, at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You can download all of our audio content anytime. On Anchor, Stitcher, Popping, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Watch or subscribe to our Twitch channel at the Wrestling Realm. That you didn't know that. Yes, we have a Twitch channel, but guess what, though? We are back and the boys are ready. Because guess what? I am your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brother Hugh, super producer, has the third, A to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R, to the D. He is your host, the Belt King, Brandon the Guy Guy, fresh off of Championship Culture. Guess what? In the building, wiping his eyes, because guess what? We got a long show. And he is your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the solid rock of the wrestling realm, the soul of what we do. Hollywood! <laughs> Brian H. Waters in the building. Now that's, that's that what you want to feel in that one? Something different. Nah, no, it's you cool. Know? It was cool? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I'm feeling the pose. Okay, listen, I'll keep oh, going. Now, Forty years, Barley. No, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I with ain't that, get Hogan at Royal Rumble, so I'm mad. God dang it! Great, great. How is he going to get to the ring with, with a walk or what came? But we'll get to that more because we have a lot to discuss wow. when it comes to the Royal Rumble. Sorry, Brian H. But guess what? Speaking of Royal Rumble, if you were royally rumbly, <laughs> like the rest of the realm, 
please contact us at wrestlingrealm at gmail.com. Please use the subject line advertise, and we will reach out to you with rates and some more information. So if you want to partner up with the Wrestling Realm and you'd like to promote your show or your business, please contact us at wrestlingrealm at gmail.com. Don't forget to put in the subject line advertise, and we will do our best to get back to you as soon as possible so we can partner up and let's grow our businesses together. Now, speaking of growing your businesses, for all Wrestling Realm apparel and merchandise, you can head to... That's my new sound effect. I don't know why. WrestlingRealm.com. That's right. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, and more. If you want to dress like the Wrestling Realm, if you want to support the brand and what we do, head over to WrestlingRealm.com. This is where you can find all of our merchandise and apparel. We have so much coming soon. Uh, we, we've we've uh, we've added a few things to the website as well. We dropped a few prices. And pretty soon, we will be doing some live unboxings here in 2024 of uh, some of our merchandise available at the WrestlingRealm.com. Just so you fans can get a closer look at the things that we design and just, you know, how we like to represent ourselves and represent our wonderful brand. So for all merchandise and apparel, once again, head over to wrestlingrealm.com. Now, if that's not enough for you and you can't get enough of the wrestling realm, trust me, I know the feeling. That's why we have created, once again, the Patreon, patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm. Please do not forget the underscore. Yes, that's the, it's there. It's there. The underscore is there. Yes. Patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows and bonus material. Brian H's thoughts. Realness reacts coming soon. Maybe a little bit of championship culture stuff. We have everything from blooper reels to information to stories. We can't necessarily tell on the air. Please be patient with us. We are adding things daily. Not to mention, we have uh, something for you figure collectors, and we have something for the belt collectors, and we have some people who just love to take gossip and run with it, especially about special trips to WrestleMania. Speaking about <laughs> things we can't say on the air, brother, you can find all that and more at patreon.com. Bradley just laughing. Slash the wrestling underscore realm. Now, uh, all those Ravens are no longer, you know, in the postseason hunt. Uh, we're not going to dwell on that too much, but guess what? I don't know if this is the right graphic. Brian. That this is the right one. Yes, sir. It's the right yes, one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure. Now, if you are, even though the Ravens are not making it to the Super Bowl, it's fine. But if you are still looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use the promo code Wrestling Realm for any one-time purchase of $50 or more. So chances are you're probably going to go to a live show, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's professional wrestling. That's clearly what we're here to talk about. Two tickets are probably going to cost you either up to or more than $50. So guess what? The wrestling room is once again here to save the day. We have provided our own promo code. We have partnered with SeatGeek Wrestling Realm. All one word. Wrestling Realm. Don't forget two W's. Save yourself $20 of any one-time purchase of $50 or more. If you have used this uh, purchase code one time already and under one email, do yourself a favor and sign up with another email. Brian H. told me not to tell you, but I'm telling you anyway. Actually, Brian H. was the one that gave us that secret, so Shout out to you, Brian H. So SeatGeek.com, use promo code Wrestling Realm. Get yourself $20 off your purchase. Any one-time purchase of $50 or more. I believe that is the end of our advertisers. And we are officially here. Wrestling Realm, brothers, welcome to the goddamn show. This is the part where we start to get into a little bit of Royal Rumble, get into to what we watch. But first, the most important thing we have to do, we have to talk about the most recent brand expansion. If you don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) 
Championship Culture Season 2 has officially begun. And the second episode officially aired yesterday. I missed the live show and I was not happy about that. But of course, there we go. I, I know. I hope you all heard that in your ears. The so return listen, of the paper. If you're listening to this on audio, if you didn't think I didn't have somebody no, switches up real quick. The live show. My, my uh, bad. I'm sorry. Can somebody switch this up, please? I, I don't want to be the guy. Uh, you don't want to be the guy? I want to be. Yeah, I want to be on, myself. Gotta, there we go. There we go. Okay, that's better. Okay. If they that's watch the it on Spotify, idea. the best it's podcast app in the world, they can see it. They can <laughs> see you with the paper. There you go. So watch <laughs> on Spotify. You can see it. Best podcast in the world. In case you didn't know about the new intro, <laughs> yeah, we're kings of the podcast game. Anyways, we're gonna keep going. Championship culture season two up and running. YouTube.com/slash the wrestling realm championship culture playlist brother guy brother hugh we are mm -hmm. finally back gentlemen i enjoyed myself uh last week being uh on the first episode as we we had to finish our story like some of the uh participants in this year's 2024 royal rumble and guess what though the story continues with yeah that's right suck it brian h <laughs> we'll be back baby oh i can't wait looking like i don't believe this motherfucker finished the goddamn story Yes, casual. Yes, we and we talked about side plays. There was quite a few side plays that was being talked about. But episode two of Championship Culture, brother Hugh, brother Brandon, mm -hmm. you want to tell the people what they missed this uh, on 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 yesterday's episode of uh, Championship Culture? Dramatic. Y'all miss the. Uh, is not gonna say. Oh, you know, you know. I've been waiting. For I know it. you was gonna say nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah. actually, I'm actually, I'm actually watching it right now, but um. You missed a great discussion on network logo belts. A belt was introduced on, I believe it was February 18th, 2013, by The Rock. And uh, that was the beginning. Technically, it wasn't because it's spinning the belt. But that was the beginning of uh, the network logo belts, uh, the big logo on the front of the belts. Um, and we just went into an in-depth conversation about, you know, the design of the belt. The purpose of the belt, whether it was good or bad for business, um, and it kind of just segued off on into uh, a discussion about side plates and everything else that has to do with belts. So uh, I advise you to go ahead and tune in. It was a great oh. discussion. Music to my ears. Mm -hmm. Brother Brandon, why are you so quiet on the subject? Because I was trying to let Hugh take the reins on this one because he did it. apparently he did Hugh, enjoyed, Hugh enjoyed episode two. And it was um, not what I was saying. He was running everything in the background. And we had a surprise appearance from friend of the show and friend of the wrestling realm, uh, Ben Walker, from Championship Bell Brothers and Championship Figure Brothers. And not to be outdone, the comments were on fire. The questions were rapid fire in. We had a lot of... Um, questions a lot of additions to the conversation we kind of went left it was steering each way but we kept it going i think mm -hmm. a 40 minute show is what we 45 minutes is what we had slated for it became an hour and 45 minutes and it didn't right. even feel like it like i looked up at the count i said oh it's um 142 so yeah and then questions kept coming comments kept coming so when i tell you it really um was a a let's try to see who what people had to say and it tied in even back to season one when we talked about does the strap matter because the question of the color came up um the side plate questions 
Yeah, and does size matter? Because remember, and Dwayne, I don't know if you remember this back when they mm-hmm. were first producing belts in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were two millimeters. And oh, I remember. Yep, and the straps doesn't hold up in the old belts, but the newer belts, everybody complained about them being stiff, but the straps are like night and day. Um, and yeah, when I tell you, it was a using lot shaving of, cream. Yes, to, uh, loosen yeah. their belts. <laughs> and yeah, it was I see, a lot I see of, back. Yes, you remembered. Ben showed off a lot of rare things in his collection. Again, if you missed it, go check it out. And I will tell you this. Um, these bad boys, I didn't know a lot of people had questions about these. And this is just one of the sets. And I even showed off some of the belts. And I um, wondered if the Wayne notes are going to say about one thing. But I will say it was crazy because I dropped a little nugget saying the spinner was the precursor to a network belt. It was pre- technically our first network belt the first time they really took the focus off of an eagle and the globe and really put the focus on the logo. actual logo yeah. but uh first official one was when the rock debuted but i'm gonna wait and see what um these paper notes have to say before i make any more comments but definitely a interactive show and i appreciate everybody that came and it was the comments were the participation the comments everything was insane so yeah, and again, saying in a good way. Look at him with his paper. Definitely, everybody. So, if you want to be a part of the, uh, uh, if you don't know, and I'm telling you this for those who are listening and those who are watching, it's like Brian H said on Spotify. Um, <laughs> if some some of Championship Culture shows are live shows, usually when it's guests, is that correct? Am I am I not too far by saying that? Usually when you have guests on, those are live shows, and it's in the the comments is the hangout space. It's no different than what we do in a wrestling round. We'll get to the comments. Thank you for everybody that's coming in and joining us because you guys are already filling in. So uh, shout out to you guys. It's the same way with championship culture on Tuesdays where, you know, you jump in, you usually witness when I get in there, I'm very disruptive. I got, I, I can't be on the show, but I'm long with it. So I have my two cents, but guess what though? When I'm not available to be on the show, I've got notes. So if you don't mind, we're going to take a small detour. Um, mm-hmm. Championship culture notes did uh, 10, 10 or 12 years ago. Before there was a such thing as a championship culture, Brian H and the realness used to have their own version of championship culture. That wasn't the, the main thing of what we talked about, but it was something we often uh, went into discussion about outside of Morgan State's famous communications building. What is it called now, Brian H? Uh, School of Global Journalism. Just, there's no other name of it? It's just that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it's like they put somebody's neck, like Earl Reed or something. Okay. Nah, the School of Global Journalism. They, could, they, could, they should name it. Morgan State Wrestling Realm School of Global Journalism. It makes sense. I mean, we brought a lot of mm-hmm. attention outside that building, and we brought a lot of money there that we didn't. We put. Uh, we, let's not call for what it is. We got set down, and mm-hmm. and he was he who shall not be named, and you and I was who who can be named and probably shouldn't be named, but also mm-hmm. can be named and maybe shouldn't be named. And he mm-hmm. said, "I need to go to the promised land. I need to get the big companies to utilize our students." This way mm-hmm. y'all come in. And we ate and we had this conversation over chicken and collard greens. Yes, which was quite delicious. And once wow. again, like the true businessmen that we are, Brian mm-hmm. H myself, we took care we of business. Did, but we did the job. You mentioned brother. something. <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> something very specific on uh this ep- latest episode of Championship Culture where you talked about uh I guess the beginning of what we're calling the network logo belt. Mm-hmm. Um you talked about when the first that 2013 WWE Championship debuted, I remember me and Brian H were outside as usual, and we were having a discussion about 
there was word that they was going to be this uh they were going to debut a new championship. It was coming out. I don't know. We were the dirt sheets, so they made it official. And I remember I was like, bro, Brian H, we, we, we were both belt guys. Because, you know, like I said, we were, you know, Brian H was, we were about to really jump into, like, you know, replica. Well, Brian H was. I was broke. But Brian H went to WrestleMania. But we were talking about the spinner title and how it took a while for it to grow on me. But by the time it grew on me, I was like, okay, they're going to debut something different. And mm-hmm. West Coast Choppers, um, I think uh, I think Ben said West Coast Customs, and I was like, no, it's West Coast Choppers. Yes, West Coast Choppers, Chopper. you know, Jesse James, they had uh, leaked this image of this plate, and I was like, there's oh, no way in the world that's the main plate. It doesn't even look like yeah. anything WWE related. And I remember when we first saw it, and I was livid, was not happy about it. And Brian is like, well, you never know. Uh, Brian, <laughs> he, he loves it. And I was like, nah, bro, that ain't it. I'm not a fan of it. And then the Rock, the Rock won. He debuts that this isn't a WWE championship. This is, and they took, they took the, <laughs> they unveiled <laughs> the curtain, and I saw, it and I was like, that is not it. It was so different from what we were used to. It was bad enough that the spinner was so different. The spinner took me like six years to actually gravitate towards it, and I, I didn't start liking the spinner until it had literally WWE champ on both sides, not the <laughs> Raw or the SmackDown. I hated those. I said I don't like. On you look at it, look at Brian spinning. And the crazy part is, <laughs> even that replica that he has behind them, that spinner belt is. I was mm-hmm. mad when they sold him. It's because they what? If you remember John Cena's, he had a real thick plate, like his plate was like six or seven millimeter. Like it was, it was stacked. And then when they released it, or like when he had the match with Ray, and they had to like, I said, why is this all skinny and thin looking? And John Cena's was all big and it's heavy looking. Look, it was heavy. So. uh I remember not being too happy about that, but that was just my two cents. I'm not going to get into everything. If you want to go back into and, and, and watch that episode of um, episode, uh, I guess it's the second episode of Championship Culture Season Two, the network logo belts. Uh, head yeah, on I watched YouTube. it. Yeah. Had it on earlier today. I was working on some things. Great mm-hmm. show. Great show. Good for the business. Good for the business. Absolutely. Um, my, and look at that I'm photo of sure. the guy. Look at him. That's that's yeah. a wonderful photo. <laughs> Look, oh, yeah. that's that. That's that. When you know you out here changing lives. Oh like, yeah, one belt at a time. And and, and speaking of smile on people's faces. And speaking of changing lives and putting smiles on their face. Thank you, uh, D D Wade. LeBron uh, Brian Ace has always been uh, D Wade, and I've been LeBron James. Just coming to dunk. Speaking of that, dude, you guys have been busy again. We want to send a special shout out to Stephanie Hardy and the Hardy Wrestling Podcast because Brandon the Guy Guy has done it again. He has provided. He has made another dream come true. He has uh, helped. He has designed and he has brought to life another um, uh, 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 another another vision for um, someone in the culture, uh, a friend of the program, Stephanie Hardy and her show. Her brand new Hardy Wrestling Podcast Championship title. So definitely shout out to Stephanie Hardy and the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Hold on. There we go. I want to give you guys a round of applause. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. A lot of Patreon excuses going on right now in my brain. But, uh, yeah, that's this thing is absolutely uh, <laughs> stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, I remember Brian just kind of made me come like, man, when you that the process the process for this whole genre of belt making can be a little painstaking when it comes to creativity and timing and all those things but uh like brian said there's no denying the smile that i'm sure you put on stephanie's face i spoke to her on twitter and i told her welcome to the club she said i wish we could you know cheers to our belts and i said trust me one day we will so um definitely shout out to have a belt event what y'all think it, I think mm. so. I think we, we, I think everybody have just a belt party. Everybody bring, bring your titles. Every, bring the straps. Yeah, everybody bring the titles. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And it's uh, and Brian uh, Brian is gonna be like like a like the Michelin Man, just wrapped up belt, 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 going all the way down. But uh, <laughs> on um, uh, this title, this beautiful championship that you uh, you've done for the Hardy Wrestling Hardy Wrestling Podcast and Stephanie Hardy. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: if you don't believe every belt has a story. Stephanie Hardy <laughs> told the story of this belt, mm. and when you see the amount of details, this is it wasn't Patreon exclusive. No, she went live and she shared it on Facebook Live. And if you go on wow. any of our social media, she's been um posting about it. She's been reposting. She told the story of it. Like you might have hints of you know, yes, from our podcast, but when you see how our logo came into play, why she has the side play she has. This embodies what a custom title should mean to a person. It definitely evoked a emotion and it evoked a feeling. And I'm pretty sure because when she was going live, she did the Stephanie Hardy pose that we always talk about. Um, the whole and she had, the whole yes, and it was crazy because she did literally unboxing video. You could tell she had tried to open it, but I was like, uh, there's a lot of plastic on there. <laughs> so it was, you know, and it was crazy because. Once she saw it, you can tell that's what the belt should do. And that's why I'm so happy with Championship Culture. We're able to do this for people and have them have that sheer joy and that sheer moment of of this is mine because she even mentioned about it. I'm just paraphrasing. Now when she goes to a show, she has something that she can point at and be like, yep, that's mine. This it's is a conversation of me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's such a unique design. Like if you go back and watch it, why it's a uh, a ring sideways, it makes mm-hmm. total sense how she explains it because, like we say, a championship culture, every belt has a story. And I was excited to hear this one because I, as y'all know, my style sometimes I want to make sure that it's it's going to eye catch you one way or the other. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, indeed. yep, I want to make sure that this was eye catching and the gold with those colors, it just screams at you. Somebody might be like, well, why is there a VHS tape? Why is there an old school microphone? She expresses and explains every aspect of this belt. Only thing mm-hmm. I had to, I meant for that I'm explaining is why she had the gold bars, but I'm gonna let her explain that part of the story. Mm. But there you have it. That's um one of a few belts that came out um in the last week. Um mm-hmm. here, did you um cue up the other one or no? 
So we'll have everybody in. We'll have we'll have everybody into the show because it was received, and I'm just waiting. I don't want to post it until the person that receives it posted because I don't know if it's a surprise. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's uh, um, used for something. So we're always closed lips with that until it is revealed. I hope that makes sense. But another happy person with their custom title, and I can tell you this: mm-hmm. there's four more coming. Oh wow! So you in a row. You're not straight. Four like I said, more coming. You have a full blown portfolio. But like I said, if for those that want to catch up on championship culture, and because truly every belt has a story, head over to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm playlist championship culture where you can catch up on everything. So you, championship you know what culture. you gotta do, right? What's that? What's, What's that? that? The realness. You, you remember, oh, remember that time you uh you, you whipped out a book? All designs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, oh boy. Oh man. Nope. Not touching it. Nope. Brian is just going there. I'm just saying, you know, if you I'm not imagine that, it all over there. It's for crazy part his brother, he laughed immediately because he knew he was there for the moment too. Brother Brandon, we gotta tell you that story off the air. As matter of fact, jump the shark in the story. I, ain't I don't even think it's even safe to do it right now. It's got to be at, Look, a, at a later date, but I'm not around where I'm at right now. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the brother Brandon. You know, you just pages and pages about and showing with a true, with a true. You know, people out here call themselves the belt gods and stuff. Brandon, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Are you guys taking shots? Where the bullets at? Where the <laughs> nah? I don't got the right ones. They they do nah, cool. they do that. <laughs> nah, <we're laughs> I, I was just going. But um, there we go. Because yeah. they go to more shows than me, though. I will say that. What that mean? Um, but yeah, you know, I think um, I just think like you know, the designs, the details, because mm-hmm. I. I, I have you ever been in on the conversations? I know Brother Hugh has, obviously. Have you ever been on the intro conversation before somebody gets a belt design? Mm-hmm. No, oh, I don't think I believe oh. I have. I don't think I've <laughs> But wait a minute, before you say, look at this comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yep. the start of the year. This is, yeah. Yeah, the conversation like start is insane. The next time, if somebody hit me up, I'm putting all y'all in the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, just I'm just gonna hit mute and just listen. And it it is bad because if I don't respond in time, he's blowing up my phone. Will you answer? What am I? Yep. Look, I want to make sure we answer. I'm like, here, you gotta answer. <laughs> like, I think he is. He knows he enough to nope. get to he, he ain't gonna do it. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, nope. Come on, answer I this. I told yep. you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I will. I will tell you this. If you um um. But put it out there. Who needs a custom belt? <laughs> Who, uh, no, we're not gonna say that right here. Okay, all right. Um, but I will say this. Um, before we move on with the show, yeah, are we just gonna ignore the fact that there was a new intro and you're just gonna breeze past it and try to and yeah. uh deflect us with championship culture, sir? You know what? That reminds me. I'm glad you brought that up. I want to wish my beautiful goddaughter a special and happy birthday. <laughs> Today is her ninth birthday. And uh, yeah, Uncle Dwayne loves you, and uh, you she's growing up on me very, very fast. So, oh, uh, we don't have a graphic for that. Oh, shout no. out, shout out to Ariana. I didn't, I didn't want to put her face on, you know, you know, her daddy's right there. So, right. shout okay. out to Ariana. Yeah, she's yes. down there, stole my face, though. 
Yeah, pretty much. You face. couldn't deny if you wanted to. Like it's just yeah. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Not that this will happen because you're not this kind of guy. But can you imagine if you want Maury and like she popped up, especially her baby photos. He's like, Maury, I don't know if she belongs to me or not. Like they be like, Maury, like, come on, man. We're not even. We're not right, even why are we here? So go home. No, when they get the picture, they're gonna say, "Sir, have a good day." Next. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. What is this? We have, like, we have a show to do. You're not even the trying to highlight help. of Mr. School during high school years. <laughs> Right, stay at home watching in college watching more. It's more because it was on. So, mm-hmm. but yes, shout out to her. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about, bro, brother guy. You brought that up. Yeah, I just figured out was this. You know, <laughs> we we were doing some updating. You know what I mean? Just add some stuff. I think it was a little bit long, but you know, we we've been trying to get some stuff done, uh, for a while now. But you know, finally got it done. Did, did did you like it? Let me ask you that, brother Brandon. Because you remember the last time you were in jail, you had a blackout shirt on, Brandon. You remember that? Yep. <laughs> okay, let's see how fast he looked up because I still have the footage. Well, he also had I still have it. That's how you were. Look, Brandon, look. You're like this. You're like this. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Hey, hey, wait till uh, we get to what we wait till we get to the rumble discussion. I got something for you. It's okay. Okay, cool. I don't know why, we'll just, I don't know why you're always trying to start it. You know you can never finish it because uh-uh. Always got mm-hmm. you. Always got. Always got you. Well, let's let's hope you just forget and get swept away in this wonderful wrestling conversation. Brian H, mm-hmm. let's ring the bell. Let's get this show started. Mm-hmm. Did anybody hear the bell? I didn't hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear it. I didn't ring it. I think you got turned up on your thingy. Ring okay, there we go. I heard it. All right, the bell is rung, gentlemen. What did you watch this week? We had an action-packed week with the Royal Rumble. We had TNA. We had AEW that didn't do so well. There's a lot going on. But to start the show off, let's just get into it briefly because we have a lot to get into. So we're not only seeing until 1 o'clock in the morning. What did you watch, Brian H? Uh, right now, 2019 Elimination Chamber. And uh, if y'all remember, this is the start of Kofi Mania. This is the match mm-hmm. right here. Where somebody looked great losing and set them up for their biggest WrestleMania moment. Which shout out to uh Sir Wilkins. I got to film him uh interviewing Kofi. And okay. in that process, we both got a chance to uh thank him for that moment. No, that was very special. And, and, and then I talked to the new day and they had jokes because they thought I said one thing where clearly okay. didn't. But Uh-oh. y'all can go to the ring of wrestling <laughs> to see exactly okay. how that all went down. <laughs> Mm-mm. Brother Hugh, what did you watch this week, sir? <laughs> I actually just got into just the Royal Rumble. That's honestly it. Okay. I was there, and I came back home, and I watched it like twice. You know, just mm-hmm. from a production standpoint or a fan standpoint. Um, you know, I always like to sit back and mm-hmm. see how it how it looks on TV, how it comes yeah. across on um, TV. But uh, I I was impressed. So I'm not gonna lie. I need you to hold that thought because I got I got something. With, with you, brother Hugh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm gonna come back to you, buddy. Mm-hmm. But brother Brandon, what did you get into, sir? So you know when Championship Culture was doing the network logo, mm-hmm. one I was trying to figure out which one felt special, and I couldn't remember which one really hit the most. Mm-hmm. And I went back and watched the match from 2016 um, Backlash. It was 2016 when mm-hmm. Becky Lynch became the SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize Becky never really she just she was on that projection. The man took her to the next level, and she's always been the one that we rooted for. 
Like, yep. no matter what happened, we always rooted for Becky. Like, even when she was, remember when she would lock into Disarmor? Because mm-hmm. she, that's how she beat um, uh, Carmella. And it was crazy because you had two brand new faces on SmackDown. They had rebuilt that division. And Becky was the last horsewoman that was left in NXT that made her way to SmackDown. And that was her, I don't want to say breakout moment, but that was the exclamation point for her. So I was like, you know what? That network logo win probably mm-hmm. felt the best because it was the most validated. Okay. Yeah, Finn winning the universal title, but you know, because it was the red strap, nobody really cared. It was plagued by in- injury. Mm. But then to see her do that, then not to get another title shot for two more years later when she took it from Charlotte, it was like, wow, she really was the fans' favorite. Like, <laughs> and it was crazy because it's like at the Royal Rumble when she came, I was like, they're really roaring for her. Like, no matter what, it's always been we want Becky. So that's what I went back and watched because I was doing some network uh, rewind. So yeah, that was that was what you I watched. What? Okay. The crazy part is I went to I went to a crazy awkward. It wasn't awkward, but it was it was like it was such a different. I went down a Sabu rabbit hole again. Mm. Like I like I did one last week, and I and I was look like I was like let me look at some of Sabu stuff. And and the crazy part is some of his my favorite matches of his took place in that mid two thousand five awkward era of tna mm-hmm. i think his tna runs one of his best runs he's ever had so uh i got into that and i got into a whole bunch of hook stuff like i was watching a bunch of hook matches left and right um mm-hmm. but yeah you know of course obviously the royal rumble but speaking of the royal rumble back to you brother hugh because guess what mm-hmm. <laughs> for those who are watching and you don't know what that sound is that means i got a bone to pick uh, Brian has created this segment uh, years ago when we first transitioned to a podcast for someone to pretty, if you had a bone to pick with something that's going on with each other, whatever the case may be, because this is what we do as brothers. I got a bone to pick with you, brother Hugh. For those that don't know, Brian H. Uh, Waters was in the building for the Royal Rumble, but not only was Brian H. Waters in the building for the Royal Rumble, so was brother Hugh has the third. He gets there. Um, I, I, I don't know what day he left. I don't know what day he arrived. I don't know what day he came back. Now, usually what happens is whoever can't go to the show, this is the rules. It's, it's unspoken rules that Brian H. and I came up with years ago. Like, we're talking about back in college. We were still in our 20s. Now mm-hmm. we're, like, in our late 20s. Um, <laughs> uh, where whoever can't go to the show, you're responsible for making sure that your buddy has enough content to feel like they was at the show. <laughs> Brother, Hugh went to the World Rumble. I ain't seen no pictures. Oh, you didn't, didn't you, see no you did the same thing? He now, didn't respond to you, a text. He went silent. Now, he went radio silent. He like now. There's a span after Brian's done it enough. Like it's not. It's not like it's not like a big deal no more. This is what he does because you know this is, he's he's in the business. So he has he he. It's part of his job now. That's what he has to do. He may not always have mm-hmm. time for that. And every once in a while, he's still courtesy enough to send a nugget. If it's something we didn't see or say, well, shoot, the fella's not gonna see this from a fan perspective. Let me go ahead, brother. Hugh goes disappears for four days. <laughs> doesn't say a word. I don't what know is, if he's having how fun. How do you think I felt? I don't know. If he, I don't know. I don't know if he's having fun. I don't know if he's enjoying the weather. Um, and I'm just. Oh like, no, no! I got one better for you. He Facetimed me. Let me know if he got there. Guess what he told me? What's that? I gotta go. I'm meeting up with Hollywood. Click. See, that's mm. what he does. Hollywood. Uh, I'm coming. 
Where you at? I said, okay. Okay. That's all right. I said, God dang. And I was like, and I was saying to myself, yo, I hope he's having fun. The only term I heard from, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to move on because we got a long show. And I I swear, I'm trying not to be long with it, but I can't help it. I was like, only time I heard from Brother Hugh is when I went out of my way to put on Twitter. um, Mm -hmm. I I started trolling. (laughs) I was trying to to bring some attention to the WrestleRum account, right? Right before mm-hmm. the rumble, see if I can get some buzz, see if I can get some people just to kind of pay attention to what because I was gonna I was gonna try to like live tweet during the show, but I was like, yeah, I, I would for some reason at PLEs, it's hard for me to like I'd be so I'm such a fan, I'm so into what I'm watching. I can't mm-hmm. go back and forth. It doesn't work well for me, especially do it the right way. I gotta tweet, gotta put my name, gotta put my hashtag. Like that's how I tweet when I live tweet, let people know it is you know it's, it's four of us, but so you know, and it's me and my thoughts. So I'm like, ah, let me do so I post a picture of uh of me. In a uh, in mid-flight, you know, looking out a window, right. real photos. It just wasn't mine, you know. And I was like, "Tampa, what up? Let's do this." The first time I heard from Brother Hugh, I got a text like, "Bro, stop effing playing. Are you here? Like, what, what's going on?" <laughs> and I, mind you, it wasn't for him. I was just trying to like try to get some buzz to the channel so I can be like, "Yo, you know, see if I can if I can you know get some audience." And some people responded to it. He's like. We're gonna stop playing. Are you here? So I'm like, so the first thing I send is I send the you know the gif of Cody Rhodes coming up from the stage at WrestleMania, that and then he's like, oh my god, he's now at this point he's excited. I'm like, oh shoot. So then, so I'm like, oh shoot, like because I, I wasn't trying to troll him, but he the one that he bit first. He was like, I was like, oh shoot. He screenshotted the thing and everything. So he goes on there, and I'm like, you know, I, I go back on Twitter, and then I post a picture of. uh the airport in Tampa, like the, the the escalator where you go towards the baggage claim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh my goodness. At this point, I would have probably kept going with it. I wasn't trying to keep, I wasn't trying to troll Hugh. I was doing this on Twitter. But then Brandon starts tripping. He goes, oh my gosh, am I the only one that's not there? I'm about to cry for real. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Let me stop. Because I'm so good at this. He's gonna think I'm telling the truth, and the more he 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 starts to bite, the more I was gonna keep going. When I was like, no. So then, like, he's like, I said, bro, I, I'm just trying. I was just trolling, trying to see if I can get some buzz. Hugh Hugh immediately sends a middle finger. It's <laughs> 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 a middle finger to the group, and then Brandon's like, I don't believe you. You're really there. That's the real airport. That's the real backstory. I'm like, bro, trust me, I'm not there. I wasn't <laughs> really trying to get was. you guys. I was I was just trying to see if I can get some buzz. I wasn't expecting you guys to bite first, but. But the reason I, I was in my feelings, remember, he got approved for the press pass. I didn't. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, I, hey, I wasn't going to say anything, but since you put it out there, oh, you no, know, I'm saying it. T- that's why I was in my one feeling because it was I was like, a touchy subject as it is, and yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Like once, once, right. once Brandon said what he said, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want him to feel like that because I know that was, it was that was hard. You know what I mean? Like that's because you probably should have got approved that you didn't. So I was like, no, I'm not. Even, I'm not even about playing like that. That's not funny. I had to I immediately had to abort me. It's like, no, nah, I'm joking, fellas. I was just trying to create some buzz on Twitter. But I a, was I say, but if you would have if you would have looped me in, I would have fed into it. I'm definitely not looping you in, Captain Double Turn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, the way I do have content. I do have content. I do have videos and whatnot. I just didn't send them to you or to you. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, I do have them. I will drop those later. Right. Um, no, at least we know it's there because I was looking stadium. for it. When it came, yeah, like, to... you said what? It was the worst stadium with reception. 
It was. It was. Oh, like, during okay. the show, during the show, yeah. we couldn't do anything. They cut I was it trying off. to tweet. Wow. I was trying to do it. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Until I, I got back to the hotel, like four o'clock the, in the morning. Yeah, like I literally I tried to like post the I got one video up was with Jade and um Bianca Showdown mm-hmm. on uh Ring of Wrestling TikTok. But after that, it was like nothing. I was like, all right, you know what? Yeah, like I'm trying to FaceTime that. Ariana at, at when um when Naomi came out, mm-hmm. it's not going through. Then we FaceTime briefly, uh, because she was mad. It was great. It was so great. she was mad that <laughs> Bailey won. She's like, I'm sad. Like, <laughs> but then after we got cut off, and then so yeah, the reception was just bad. Like you had to be in a certain area, literally. Like okay, well that's fair. Reception. <laughs> no, I get it. All right, well listen. I was just, I was just, I but, wanted to make sure he was having fun. Yeah, go ahead. You, you ever yet? <laughs> what was we at the superstore? <laughs> we was at the superstore, yeah. Yeah, we at the superstore. So you put out the tweet. So yeah, I don't I marked know. Out. I don't know if you saw it, <laughs> P or Krista. Whoever saw it first was like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Did Krista nah, yeah. it? It was, oh, no. It was me. Yeah, we, it was me. And I yeah, showed so it to him. I was like, you, bro. It, it, and I was like, so P was like, oh, he coming? And Chris was like, I know. And, and, and <laughs> so I was it like. It wasn't meant for y'all, I promise. It was for Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. You're like, we ain't on Twitter. <laughs> right, but I didn't think you guys would catch it. I figured you guys were like busy doing stuff. We was, I, I figured... but you, you still, you know, and, and like I said, we out there, we getting content, you know, uh, so we had the like I said at the superstore. So then we was like, "Oh man, wait a minute," because we know like, well, if he get down here, he got enough time because we about to hit this uh, Jabba Tia's tailgate and and, and and everything. So whatever, real is gonna come to the tailgate. We we look, we already started making plans for you, mm-hmm. bro. I'm glad I stopped then because I I just <laughs> I would have went too far. <laughs> so shout out to, to 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 the guy, brother Brandon, because if it wasn't such a sensitive subject. I was like, nope, it's not funny. I'm, I gotta, that's not going that far. And I stopped. So, um, y'all just but make sure we man, all, I was more, I was more excited y'all. for the, you say what, Brian? I was more excited. I was more excited than the, uh, for the arrival of you than in the damn show. And yeah, that's what he said, was. though. I didn't want to go like, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I was trying to keep it alive without saying nothing to Brother Hugh, but I was like, I, like I said, I'm not a jerk. I wasn't trying to like troll my people. I was trying to get other folks in. <laughs> So, but they they were biting. He wasn't letting it go. Even he's like, "No, seriously, yo, don't f and play, bro." Like, seriously, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot!" And then Brandon's like, "What? I'm the only one out there." This I was like, "No, no, no, no. Okay, okay, joke's over. I'm done. I wasn't trying to get you guys. I was just trying to get some buzz." That, that was funny though. We, yeah, he, he was like, "Who look, yo?" <laughs> <laughs> and brother, he would talk with his face, his facial expressions. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, all the facial expressions. Yep. Well, one, I was glad to hear from you, brother Hugh. I was, I wasn't sure if you was having fun or anything because you didn't say nothing. But, but reception was bad. I apologize. It's, I apologize. Nah, it's cool though. Because <laughs> and and I immediately thought about his road trip to WrestleMania last. Remember the bus trip? <laughs> he first got on the show and he told that story. <laughs> he told about the story. His uh, his road trip, his uh, his uh, hitchhiking to WrestleMania story. SummerSlam, Nashville. Oh, SummerSlam, 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 SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah in, in Nashville, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because I gave him the key. He's like, bro. I was like, man. Because <laughs> they, bro. I was an Undertaker thing, and and you had they right. made you lock your phone up, so I had to. I'm like texting him <laughs> through my watch, 
All this happened. Yeah, I was like, dang. Man. I was just hoping. I was like, man, I hope he's having fun. I haven't heard nothing. I ain't seen no pictures of no sun, no sky, no arena, nothing, no field. But like I said, that was my bone to pick with you, brother. I said, he ain't put nothing in there. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm waiting to see a skyline or something. Bad. Nothing. But I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Shout out to Glenn. We saw Glenn. Glenn was there. Yes, we I didn't did. know. Yes, we did. Okay. How's yeah. Glenn doing? I haven't talked to Glenn in a little bit. Yeah, he's doing good. He said, you know, he want to come, you know, chop it up on the room. He want to come to a podcast party. Oh, we um, got to get him on. I know we kind of slowed down a little bit, but we, we got to definitely got to get yeah, him on. Yeah, we, 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 we all took a selfie. Um, good. We saw him, like, right before the show, because, like, walking past, you see Corey. And so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we talked to him for a little bit. I said, yo, where's Glenn? Because I knew, I talked to Glenn last week. And he said he would be there. So okay. the plan was like, all right, we're going to link up, you know. And he was like, yo, he's over in that section. And then, um, so we ended up uh, meeting up. Um, I, I, he told me that uh, Hugh's best friend was there as well. Random guy? Mm-mm. Subject oh, of that's... WrestleMania 28 trip was there. Oh, Subject. he was. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wait a I minute. I forgot all about that. All right. Yeah, that's... Me that yesterday. He said, yeah, man, I, I, I seen your boy, you know, and I'm like, oh, he's like, yeah, you know, he was, he, he was, uh, he was down there. He's like, yo, Glenn, I see you, man. Let's take a picture. Yeah. Hey. yeah. You, you know what hey, you should have told him? No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. Uh, <laughs> How is that for tonight's show? Mm-hmm. We are, we yeah. are going off on a tangent. Yeah, my bad. Don't give a goddamn. No, you good. I don't give a goddamn is because if Brother Hugh would have just told us if he had, had fun on the trip, we wouldn't have to discuss this right now. So y'all have to excuse true. us if you're listening. This, these are the same conversations that go through text messages and phones with the brothers. So y'all just going to have to go along with Because trust me, we definitely have one of those shows tonight. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the Royal Rumble. We're going to get the perspective of Brian H. and Brother Hugh because they were there in the building versus the perspective of uh, Brian H., did you get a chance to watch it back yet? Not yet. Okay. So you get the perspective of us who watched it live, and then Brother Hugh, who said he said he went back and he watched it twice uh, on his way back. But gentlemen, let's start with the very beginning. Um, before we get into the Royal Rumble view, let's just jump into CM Punk. I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> um, CM Punk came out on Monday Night Raw. It turns out that he has a torn tricep, and he will not be available for WrestleMania. I guess the future sock from Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, just a freak accident. He's older, hasn't wrestled in a little bit, and this is this is kind of what happens to the human body every once in a while. CM Punk will not be available for WrestleMania, gentlemen. Does this affect WrestleMania in any way, shape, or form by not having the star power of CM Punk? And this is why I ask, and those in the chat who are who are chiming in, please give us your two cents as well. I ask this is because if CM Punk didn't come back, I don't think we will feel like we we're missing anything, but CM Punk's triumphant return to the WWE has been uh, it's gone it's gone well so far from a from a from a branding standpoint uh, from a performance standpoint he doesn't look like he's uh, really missed a step outside of being older and kind of injury prone but you know what what superstar isn't if they they've been off for the length of time that he's been out but just as much as we were excited to finally get this exchange between CM Punk and Seth Rollins with however they were going to tell this story for us to get there. All of a sudden, has been taken away from us. Does that affect WrestleMania this year, gentlemen? CM Punk torn tricep. What do you guys think? Does this affect WrestleMania? It, yeah, no. Um, sometimes you can get a better situation out of this. Um, okay, fair enough. 
Because, I mean, man, my gosh, Drew McIntyre has not let up one bit. That's, that's kind of where we're going. More important, mm-hmm. probably the most important he's looked since he was challenging Brock Lesnar. And mm-hmm. even if he doesn't beat Rollins, just him being looking like a viable contender, not just because he's a big man on the roster, but sure. because he's like legit angry and, you know, want that spot. So um, it it affects the main event, but sometimes, like you know, when things like this happen, sometimes you do get a better replacement. Unfortunately, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully it will be a better replacement in the sense that it causes Drew to go to another level. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it does suck for CM Punk. You think about that was his goal, main event WrestleMania, and this would look like. It was just like right there, like you could have put these two in the box and just waited, <laughs> right? You know, and it would have still made sense. So, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it uh, oh, yeah, it's just definitely changes it. But I honestly think it might end up changing for the better for all you in ring graps people out there. I think okay. they'll put on a better match, okay? That's that's definitely one way of looking at it, though. What about you, brother guy? There's a uh, I know this is you know, same punks, you're one of your favorite wrestlers. Um, does CM Punk no, have a torn trust? It not is his there? Oh, my fault. His favorite, excuse me. Your, your producer said he is your number one favorite wrestler. This does not have CM Punk, um, available now, uh, affect WrestleMania in a negative way. Hold on, let me turn the light up on my ring because maybe y'all can't see my face. Um, I mean, we, we can see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, it's, so, and I still see the excitement on your face when we mention CM Punk. I think it just forces them to either revert back to previous plans or shift plans because in this that's a good way of looking Triple at it. H in this Triple H era, he's so good at so many main event players like we've stated before. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we would mind insert anybody at any time because everybody at any moment. Because look at look at what happened with Gunter. He gets mm-hmm. his face and we're like, oh, he could get both titles like. Who said he got to give up the Intercontinental title to get the world title? You know what I mean? Like, it's so many different possibilities that we're all confused. And we're like, well, not having CM Punk, does it really hurt us now? Because we didn't know we wanted him until Triple H gave him to us. He gave him to us, and now he's gone. We're like, okay, so what's next then? So <laughs> we know, and Triple H we trust, is going to be something decent. So No, that's, that's actually a really good point, because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, Triple H has uh, done such a great job with building containers not just one guy like i think he perfected it more than vince ever did you know um Austin i think it hurts the, the perf um i think it affects elimination chamber more than it does wrestlemania okay fair enough because and, and, that might have mm-hmm. i think he was one of the main marquees for yeah he was the main seller points for um mm-hmm. elimination chamber sure. so i think it hurts that a whole because think about it, now those people have missed out on seeing punk yeah you know think about it, they've yeah. waited so long ah, oh yeah. my god mm-hmm. we're getting them so I hope that he at least can fly there and at least do something because I would hate like and I feel bad because we're so saturated with wrestling in the United States that mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're going over here because these people are getting to see the people that we're taking for granted. We can at least sure. see them once out of 52 weeks or if we drive close enough to somewhere any week of the year, we can see them. They mm-hmm. getting it once every 5, 10, 20 years, you know. So, yeah, and I yeah. feel bad like, like that's the fans I feel bad for that they mm-hmm. don't get to see it, you know. And I hope that they can do something with him because, like, even when they went to Japan, and I think was it Finn Balor hurt the one time, but he still went and made an appearance. Mm-hmm. 
I hope that he can at least make an appearance there for them, just for the sake of we don't have to wait another five years or whatever. We've been waiting this long. So that's the only thing I'm I'm sad for those fans. Sure. Fair enough. Brother Hugh, does this affect WrestleMania in any in any way to you not having CM Punk on the show? To me personally, I would say yes, because mm. um I was actually looking forward to seeing CM Punk versus versus Rollins. Yeah. Me um, too. I just felt like it was going to be there. That's the storyline was there already. Set it up. And this goes back to what I said before when CM Punk first came back. I would have I would I would have liked for them to, to push him right away instead of waiting. Um, so sure. push him right into the main event because because of something like this. It, it, I knew he was injury prone. Um, you never knew about his attitude. You don't know what type of attitude he had coming in back to the WWE. Of you got strike with iron is hot. Yeah. So yeah, just go with it. Just go with it. But to be honest, mm-hmm. for the same reasons that Brandon has said, like there's so many options out there right now. Yeah. And what if he wasn't here? What if he never showed up? You there still have those same options that you had before. So it's like just insert the next person. I hate to mm-hmm. say it that way, but no, it's, it's it is what it is, though. That's the business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have something to say, Bernie? Or... No, I was just saying it's the business and the yeah, that's true. Go book a tea. But see, that's the thing, though. It's um, I I think Drew McIntyre is ready. Like, and, and it's crazy because it's like it's good if he he was kind of been like lurking around these stories. He's in multiple storylines right now. And it's like, just because this is the one thing that Triple H has done very well. It's like, just because CM Punk showed up, somebody didn't have to take a back seat. He just had to pivot. Right. right? And with a show like Raw. Every week. Like, he yeah. would have been in AEW that every week we had to see him. Then it was like, oh, he's certain. No, you don't. And then when it got, it would have got <laughs> stale because you overused these familiar faces. But I think the way that they went about it was smart. I think Drew's up next, man. I think it's his time. I think if it's, it looks, Seth Rollins is, is half banged up. CM Punk is out. Like, I think this might be. Do you be want Drew's to see moment. that again? You said what? Do you want to see that again, Drew and Seth, or even Cody and Seth? Um, yeah, Cody and Seth. Do you want to see I, that again? N- no, I mean, I, as much as I would like to, I think mm-hmm. it's more. I think why not just why not get Drew going? Like Drew's already there. He's already at the top of here. He they still owe him one. Like don't don't get it twisted. And to me, it's like the perfect scenario. Well, shoot, we already owe you one. You're already right here. You kind of already involved in the story as it is. Like, let's mm-hmm. just roll with what's in front of us. That way you get your win that you deserve. You know, they may not cheer for you. They'll probably boo you. But, that's you know. Just as cheers. They, it, it, and, that's, and that's the truth. You know, that Let me reaction. ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber. Shout out to that oh. undisputed championship you have behind you. That thing is massive. I like that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, no, nah, like, when I got it, I was like, it's one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. That was discussed last night on Championship Culture. Season 2. It was. Two. Yeah, but that's the, that okay. same belt. Complete too. <laughs> now is that is that the first version Name you bought, or is that the Name new version? No, it's the new one. Episode two. Oh, that's the new one. When'd you get that? Well, it's the only one I bought. But you haven't seen this oh. one. It was twenty. When did I get it, Brandon? Twenty twenty one, right? So, yeah. Or two. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I have not so seen that one because okay. remember, you, I, I looked at it and I fanboyed out because I don't want to. I didn't want to touch mine anymore. I wanted to. Keep your the new one, like, yeah. Leave, That's yeah. okay. Because I need that, to make it's the thicker plates too. Yeah, I need to make a trip to Mama's house because I I still need to drop off the kids' Christmas cards. I still have those, so we'll kill two birds with one stone. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your thoughts, sir. And just, just take the belt up and hold it hostage for a while. Just hold <laughs> it in the background. But so um, with Drew, right? Mm-hmm. 
Elimination Chamber is coming up. Mm-hmm. Is it a bad mm-hmm. idea for him to win the title in Perth? Would that be a satisfaction? Um, you know, he's not from here necessarily. And mm-hmm. I know he's not from Perth, but would it be a satisfaction for him to win the championship, say, in the Elimination Chamber in front of a real crowd? Um, the only reason I'm not sure about that necessarily is because I don't know how Seth is going to hold up to WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. think about it. Seth loses the title in Perth at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Where's the draw at WrestleMania? I'm going to do Shawn Michaels. I'm going to Shawn Michaels and give him his rematch and get him his his second title run at I WrestleMania. I don't mind then, it, but I'm I'm I don't know how healthy he is. So it's hard for me to yeah. like to agree to something like that. I'm like, where is he? Because one week he was like. I'm done. Next week, I'm like, well, he looks okay. I don't know. I don't know to the level of uh. Yeah, that's true. How you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. if he only has one match left in him, because like he may he might be like I'm looking at it like from Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 14, like he got hurt Ooh. Royal Rumble 98, and he was like, I just got to get all the way to Mania, and he had that one match in him. He said, <laughs> I you know what I mean? Triple H. He still talk- didn't want to drop the title. Undertaker was oh, about yeah. ready to come. <laughs> You, we, we're bringing up a lot of uh, old, a lot of old school realm conversations because this is a conversation mm-hmm. we had once again almost 10, 11, 12 years ago. We were like, "Look, he, um, Shawn Michaels had to just hit. He had one goal: let me make it to Mania. So like he rehabbed mm-hmm. uh, Triple. We always Brian H and I used to talk about how Triple H used to work those matches with Bret Hart on the mm-hmm. road up to that yeah. point because Shawn wasn't available. You know, usually they they do the house shows to preview what it may look like. You know what I mean? But it was like he was working everybody that Shawn was supposed to work because. You know, Sean, literally all he could do was try to rehab just to get to that match. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at it on the same level as that with Seth Rollins because I don't know to the, le- the legitimate extent of his That's injury. True. I'm like, well, if he only has one match, I don't want to, I don't want to say yeah. wasted at Elimination Chamber, but it's like, hey, let me, let's, let's save it for as long as we can so we can get to at least get to Mania if he's just going to have that one match. Like if he's going to put his knee on the line before surgery or rehab, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's the only reason why I'm like, eh, you know, it's I don't to me it's not about Drew in that moment. It's just more about what well, what is Seth gonna be able to do. So that's why I say at least Mania, he can be a heel. He can think about it. Seth Rollins can lose and be the ultimate baby face because people are gonna feel bad for him. Like Seth McIntyre's put the baby face over well, that won the Royal Rumble. But see, but is he gonna give him a good match though? Who give him Cody? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. injured, like he's hurt. Like, I don't like, what can he do? What can he do? Think about it. And this is the last thing I'm saying, because we got to move on. You keep trying to get people down these rabbit holes. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Think about it this way. If Drew, if, if Seth Rollins is hurt, Drew McIntyre can target that knee the entire yeah. night. That's true. Because he's Seth, will, Seth will go out looking like a hero. Mm-hmm. And, and Drew will go out looking like the most evil person in the world. Because this guy's purposely like, I'm going to have my moment. I'm going to do whatever I have to do. There's nothing you can do about it. So even if Seth Rollins loses, you can say, well, shoot. So everybody knew his knee was banged up and everybody knew Drew McIntyre targeted his knee. Like he's just, eat, you know what I mean? And then Seth Rollins could get up crying, limping, and everybody's going to go crazy for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to go away, rehab, surgery, whatever he has to do. He's going to come back even bigger than he was before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody loses that way versus if Cody Rhodes decides to wrestle Seth Rollins, he's not 100%. Cody Rhodes loses in that way because now his belt looks like it's second tier now because Seth Rollins can't even give him the match that he needs to help elevate him because he's hurt and Cody's not going to work heel he's not going to tack his knee and do all the stuff like they don't to me they don't they don't both mutually benefit from that that's just you know my thinking but 
No, that's true. That's a good point. And then he validates everything that Seth said if he doesn't, if he chooses him. Because then he's going to validate what the value of Roman's belt is. He just devalued it by choosing him. And then if you think about it, when Cody wrestled Seth, when he's not 100, it was Cody's choice to go into the chamber with a busted chest. Because he said, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I said chamber itself. Yeah, yeah, it was his choice, and he was the hero, and I'm mm-hmm. going to do this because I really got to go prove this point. Just That's like with saying. my broken like, arm, I went and fought Brock Lesnar, you know, but now if I do the same thing to this guy, I look like the bad guy, and it pushes Cody yeah, like, over the top. Like, I mean, it pushes <laughs> Seth over the top. And brother, just to take a break. Um, the gentleman that helped make championship culture season two, episode two, so successful, just joined the comments. Uh, I got his whole name in there. Uh, good evening, Ben Walker. Just want to shout him out. I know <laughs> he swears that's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he swears that's my uncle. He saw the picture. He said, Is that your uncle? Well, he was he a part of the show last one. night. He's like, you know, they they were talking about the WWF and the WWE block logos, and they were talking about, you know, how the brand is like, am I wrong for not wanting to get the WWE versions? Because once it once again, Brian, these are all like old school rum conversations. And we were mm-hmm. like, no, you got to get the WWF. And he was like, you know, we're showing our age. He's like, well, me, you know, I kind of got all this grace. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm laughing. He's like, that's that's uncle on his uncle comment. But yeah, but um, but yeah, but let's let's kick off our shoes for a little bit. And this has mm-hmm. got to be the bulk of the show because I hope hopefully we can get this done. <laughs> um, the Royal Rumble show overall, brothers, what did mm-hmm. you guys think of the show? People in the comments, tell me what you thought of the Royal Rumble. You guys mind if I go first? You guys were there. Yeah, go on. I watched it from television, and I said mm-hmm. television on purpose. Mm-hmm. This has got to be the most least exciting Royal Rumbles for me. And it's because I'm conditioned for it to be the big circus, the big show. Mm -hmm. To me, the last major Royal Rumble for me was like 2020, as far as a spectacle was concerned, right? Star power, surprises, you know. It's going to take some time for me to get used to Triple H's utilization of the Royal Rumble. And you know what I mean? And I was like, Mm -hmm. bro, this is boring. Like, I was (laughs) bored. Because it didn't He's using the Royal Rumble to like further storylines and get guys familiar. Now, that may look different a year from now because of this method. It's because it worked with the women. Last year's Royal Rumble, he introduced so many new faces. And I was like, I don't know who none of these ladies are. But this year, the women's Rumble was better than the men's Rumble. And I was like, okay, I kind of get what he did because now I'm familiar with it. It didn't matter who it was. At least now I was familiar with them in some way, shape, or form. Like he took a whole year. And said, okay, all these women that I put in this rumble, by next year you're gonna be familiar with who you are. And it, and it, and it, and I was. And I was like, mm. man, and, and I don't even gotta be faithful followers well, of let me correct you on that. Last year he used his talent. Mm-hmm. He didn't go outside, he didn't give us those returns. He used his talent last year. This year he just showcased them so that way we understood better. Cause he said, No, I got a whole roster, I have to use them. And that's and what Bailey said. Bailey said the same thing. Bailey, like, that's why I wasn't. She literally said, "That's why there's no legends here." Like, we, we have so many talented women, and I was like, "Well, she kind of has a point." And uh, mm-hmm. but I'm watching the men's. Ro- the, the the matches were good. The fatal four way between Roman and AJ and and uh, LA Knight and Randy Orton was fun. I, I enjoyed that. Kevin Owens and Logan Paul was fun. 
I like the um the finish, man. Uh, you know, Ke- Logan Paul's gonna draft Kevin Owens crazy. And mm-hmm. uh that was so that, brilliant. It oh that that was such a clever like and this yeah. is they, they got rid of Kevin Dunn and he has so much more fluidity. <laughs> he got so much more fluidity and like they're trying new things out. Even mm-hmm. just and this is production stuff, Brian H. This, I told you today's gonna be a callback show. Um the angle they used to show Kevin Owens pinning and the referee looking up, it made so much sense when he goes one, two, looked up and goes, dude, you got brass knuckles on your hands. And I was like, I was watching like, oh, no, Kevin, you ain't tossed the knuckles, bro. Like, he got so mad, you punch him in the face, and then you just (laughs) went for the pin because your wrestling instincts went in, and you were just like, but then the angle of the camera saw it, as well as the referee when he looked up, it was like, yo, you have brass knuckles. They called the match, and I was like, this Logan Paul character escaped with his teeth. That was fine, too. But this men's rumble, I was like, bro, this thing is falling. Like, I'm just sitting there waiting for this excitement, this excitement. I'm like, because I'm so programmed. It's because mm-hmm. the way um, the previous regime used to do it, you know, everything was about the spectacle. Like I said, it's the greatest show on earth. It's, it's Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Like, it's it's whatever they're going to make the crowd pop. It's experience. Like, whoever goes to the rumble, they expect these moments to happen. Versus now, it's a little different. Um, it felt kind of flat to me though. But what what did you guys think? Anybody just jump in? We've got to have this conversation because people. I want to know. Look, hold on. I got to see the comments because people are saying stuff in the comments. But go ahead. Anybody jump in? Did you? What did you guys think of the Royal Rumble this year overall? Just the overall show. Well, I'm gonna say this about the men's. I felt like I was watching, and Brian, what year was it? The greatest Royal Rumble when they had it over in Saudi. I want to say 18 or 17. I don't know the exact year, but I know what you're talking about. Remember, I just felt like it was just there because it was checking off a box to say it did something. And mm. it's no discredit to the talent, but it was... And I had this discussion with you. I hate when Rumble entrants, you could tell, have no stake in winning the Rumble. And when I say that, like, you put people in it, it was all like mid cards at one point. Like, to the point, and I'm not discrediting Ricochet, any of his accolades. But when Ricochet, I was like, oh, okay, he's back. You know what I mean? Like it Bro, didn't. It was so it random. We haven't me. seen Ricochet in forever, and he just pops right. up the rumble like late in the show. Like, why don't and you start like, off with Ricochet? Yeah, and it was like, okay, here's Braun Breaker, and it was like, okay, oh, Omos is back. Yep, um, ain't seen him. What is he? Okay, and it kind of felt like it was just I'm getting to who's going to be the final four in the last six. Like, just get me to that point because the first up to like 15 when Cody came, it was like, okay, we popped a little. Like one and two was cool because we know what that's foreshadowing, but mm-hmm. it was like everything else after that was like, yep, um, okay. And then I, I said this when Punk was wrestling, he looked like he was winded, but now Bro, on it, he was same thing. We was making no, fun of him. Like, oh, all types of old. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, he ain't. And that's what I said. That's what they be talking about. Not in ring shape. I then come to find out he's hurt. He probably was fighting through the pain. Yeah, but. And then this whole speculation of oh, Audible was called or whatever it may be, even if it was, it was like the men's that should have went on first because Bailey now has punched her ticket to be what we know Bailey can be and had pre- the press conference solidified what everybody was thinking. Because sure. when Triple H made that comment about, you know, she's the one that's been putting over people, she's been doing the jobs, she's been doing all this now, it's her time. I'm like, and she had to get healthy. Remember, she came back yeah. at uh, SummerSlam, and we were like, she didn't wrestle right away. She was doing a lot of managing with uh, damage mm-hmm. control. And I'll tell you, the thing I loved about the women one, mm-hmm. we had the right amount of women to tell that story. Um, mm-hmm. Chelsea Green was like the MVP. Um, 
we can all talk about Naomi, and I'm a, I'm gonna embarrass you because when the sirens hit and it it dawned on me, I said, "Oh, that's really Jordan Grace." I Facetime somebody who every time I Facetime him, he picks up because he knows it's amazing, and I had that same look. I know you remember that moment, don't you, Rufus? Oh, I did. I was we like, were in like, complete shock, like, like, like holy. That wow. was. Holy, that's the kind of surprise that we needed. Not ten women from <laughs> WWE previous years. I don't want to say past because I sound like they're old, and I don't sure. want to ever attach that to the women's wrestlers because I know once they get to a certain age, it feels like they shouldn't be wrestling. But there wasn't any legends, and it was like to have a Jordan Grace. And for her to have the showing that she had and her mm-hmm. and Trinity, Triple H, I didn't sugarcoat it, didn't act like it didn't exist. But for you to show that moment, I think that was more for the wrestlers than it was for us. No, no, no doubt. We're going to get into some of those surprises and we'll start with the Women's Rumble. But let's ask the guys that were actually there in the building. What did you guys think about that? Now, you talked to two gentlemen that watched it live, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from the comfort of our own spaces. You guys are in the building. And usually, any live show is always better than when you're watching at home. I've gone to Raw's and I said, man, this is one of the best ever. And I watched back on TV and I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of <laughs> random. But I just you had fun at live events. And this is one of the biggest ones of the year. What mm-hmm. did you guys think of the Royal Rumble actually being there? Brian, as you actually are working the event. Brother, did you go to the media, to the media, uh, to the post, the media scrum? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Okay. After the show. Okay. Yeah. Realm after dark. Right. Anyways, what, yeah. what did you guys think about, um, should the Royal Rumble this year be? And I, I know Brother Hugh had uh had said, you know, he was he was happy to be there, especially at another ballpark. Brian H and Brother Hugh are avid baseball fans, and they they have this bucket list of trying to go to as many stadiums as possible before it's all said and done, which is extremely dope. And I know they're happy about that. But what do you mm-hmm. guys think about the Royal Rumble actually in uh you know actually being there this year? I enjoy so the overall show, I enjoyed this year's better than last year's. And mm-hmm. I it wasn't that I didn't enjoy last year's because I did. I just I don't know. Just the vibes was different. Felt brighter. Um, okay. Tampa Tampa's obviously a better city than San Antonio, by the way. But sure. I guess I mean especially, huh? Say especially. Hold on, you said better than San Antonio? Yeah, San Antonio. Really? Was I thought San Antonio was be hip and young and hipsters. Was that Austin? Nah. Austin? Uh, Austin and Houston. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, and Dallas is lit. But okay, um, I, I enjoyed it. I think what, so my, my I came to this conclusion. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, pro wrestling fans, we overthink the Royal Rumble. Okay. Royal Rumble's Here a celebration. Everybody, you know, get to see all the favorite wrestlers. We all know, we've been watching wrestling long enough that, mm-hmm. there, so there's certain things in pro wrestling that we can kind of jump back and put our kayfabe hat on, like Roman versus Cody, right? For instance, sure. I'll use that example. You can sit back, you can watch that match when it's happening and really just hone in if you're going to root for Cody or you're going to root for Roman, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have matches such as the Royal Rumble where, no, like Money in the Bank, you can kind of do that because they usually take the top people, even though most of the time it's kind of like, all right, you got this person probably going to win, but this person could be the surprise. Royal Rumble, we know usually three to five people sure some years one to two like this one to me it was gonna be one of i actually thought it was gonna be punk but it was gonna be one of them you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times with wrestler fans we forget that that part 
and it's hard not to think of it like that so like i just look at it like it's a showcase where i can see a bunch of my favorite wrestlers or wrestlers that i'm looking at or see who's up next and i tend like you said triple h is reprogramming i tend to watch the stories now as opposed to who's going to win the royal rumble you know what i mean like there were so many now i agree i I enjoyed the women's rumble way more than the men's. I think that's a general consensus. Yeah, and and, and I think because the men's rumble, it was like, wow, oh, they main event in the show, which it should in most cases. Last Mm -hmm. year, the biggest story was obviously Roman and, you know, everything happened with Sami Zayn. And the men's rumble opened last year. Um, So when when Roman's match was second, I'm like, whoa. I was confused too. And you know, I'm hoping, I'm I'm hoping, hoping like man, is the rock gonna come out because mm-hmm. you know, so I, I saw that and I said, All right, and then we know it was like, Oh, yeah, it was second because Roman had to get cleaned up, get to the skybox so Cody could point. But mm-hmm. I, I, I look at it like it was it did feel like it dragged a lot more where the yeah. women kind of felt like it was just and maybe because they had more surprises, know, yeah, more surprises. You know, Naomi, Jade, Jordan Grace getting to see the, the pose down. Now it's like because it's like, okay, where's well, Bianca and Jade gonna beef? Are they gonna team mm-hmm. up? Jade telling people, you know, me and Bianca gonna make magic together, whether it's together or separate, you know, or against each other. So it's like so much. But I think a lot of times it's just like you don't have to overthink it, you know. It's just it, it, it's like it should be fun. It's a fun way to get ready to get in the WrestleMania season. That's how I look at it. So that okay. was my perspective. The um, you know, it's, it's and and yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much you know my thoughts on those that part. Okay, well that's well that's a definitely a different perspective. You know, it's a you you sound like you've uh, already kind of adjusting to the way the you know kind of the, the you, process. You know what it was? Hey, I yeah. realized this is what it was. That's one mm-hmm. point I forgot. My bad. Royal Rumbles for me personally don't always Royal Rumbles and Survivor Series aren't easy to watch back the way a WrestleMania is or SummerSlam is because yeah. they're these bigger showcase matches that with Survivor Series, you really got to know the story because you're not really going to get like a five-star match. It's more about the five-star story. And this is the reason why these people are together, right? Mm-hmm. Like the year when NXT, it's so much fun because one, it, hadn't, it hasn't been done since, but it was also like you got to see some essentially some of your favorite indie wrestlers who had made sure. it to WWE mix it in right. with some of your homegrown WWE people, right? But then you go back with the old Royal Rumbles. Sometimes it's fun because you can put yourself maybe in that situation. Like I could watch the 92 Rumble because I could think about it from when I was a child. I could watch the 95 or 96 because of the controversy. But most of the time, I found myself watching beginning and the end with the yeah. like the last maybe last 10 minutes so that's the reason why i was like oh it don't age well no that's that's true that's how i feel about when i try to watch uh early ones i try to dig mm-hmm. into that early 90s rabbit hole with you buddy but i just can't i'm like nah it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't hold up to me they got um, no, no that's not happening uh i'm just i'm tired of seeing russell i i've had so many WWE magazines with them outside in a parking lot like it was freaking Man, did you see that 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 poster though <laughs> Somebody tagged me. Shout out to Wells Mania. They was like, I know you're going to get this. I said, man, I got to. Jonathan Bartlett did it. Shout out to him. 
That's yeah, a, it's gorgeous. It's kind of a new a new classic, as I call it. Yeah, but um, WrestleMania 15 one is lit too. No, it is. That joint's definitely dope. Yeah. No doubt. Brother Hugh, you were there, even though you didn't put mm-hmm. any pictures in the group or let nobody know you was having fun. Uh, what do you think of the show, buddy? Live show, Royal Rumble. Did, did it direct to you? Brownies gave a, de- a very different perspective, which is which is unique. And I'm like, okay, well, that also does make sense. But what say you, brother? I was I was kind of in a weird space, okay, when trying to experience that show because mm-hmm. um I wanted to go there and just basically be a fan, but I was actually sure. there yep. to work too, so I was in a tough position. But um yeah, overall I enjoyed the show because it was my first. Um, the the Royal Rumble matches they seemed longer than I expected. Uh, okay, sure. Mm. I definitely did. I enjoyed the women's. For the same reasons that Brian said, the storylines was there. Um, I saw a lot of potential matchups that I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even going more in depth with it, uh, Jordan Grace, she showed up. And yeah. I'm looking like, well, are we going to get some more cross-promotional matches? Like, Jordan Grace, Grace look good. That Jordan Grace-Bianca Belair match might be kind of fire. Like, what's going on? You know, can we get Naomi and Jordan Grace again? But on WWE soil, like, what's, what's, can we get something good? But um, the spots were good in the women's match. They were great. Especially the one with uh, Tiffany Stratton pulling Bianca's hair. Mm-hmm. That that was that was gold. Um, overall, I mean, Bailey winning it, that was like... That was awesome. That was awesome. It was just... Called it. That's, the only, that's the only story you can... Honest to me, that's the only thing that made sense, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sure. To be yeah, honest, because yeah, yeah. that's because you know. Just... Mi- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it makes sense because if you look at the the, the little things that were going on between her and Damage Control, mm-hmm. if you notice throughout the last couple of weeks or last couple of shows, yeah. you know she's going for high fives and Damage yeah, Control kind of sideways. Actually, Oscar yeah. didn't go like this and this, but I was like, uh oh, yeah. there we go. That's so Yep, they was doing all through throughout the match, and then I remember I said it back what, in series when that yep. did um, what you call it? How Bailey was taking all of the pins, she was saving everybody, yep. she was taking all. You of the did damage. say that, yeah. I, did. I said that this is Bailey's gonna have a big moment, and I called her. Yep. I said she was my pick to win the rumble. I'm glad. First off, was the crowd really cheering for her the whole time from start to finish? Yes, it seemed yes. like no matter what yes. she did, they kept yes. just saying Bailey, no matter what happened. It was like. Am I hearing the this correctly? Are they still cheering for her? Did y'all, watch her, y'all watch her bop to her music though? Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. Bailey be Bailey, Bailey be she be going really off too much. Mm-hmm. This is the evolution of Bailey. She said it. This is her. This is yeah. If you like, if you like this version of me, just keep cheering for me. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. definitely said that. And a shout out to uh one of my favorites. Shout out to Brother Brandon, the Digital Media Impact Championship and the uh, the Penny Belt. That can, can <laughs> and then it's the six man title, six man title behind him. Yep, you six man yeah. title behind him. Thought nobody no, noticed. This is the tag team. That's the tag. No, I'm not talking about the tag team. That's the tag team title, and the other one was the world title. But hold up, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. What? I just gotta ask y'all this about AEW. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the Gun Club reunited with their father, who still like yeah. they didn't combine the Gun Club and the 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 scissor bang bang scissor gang. The bang bang scissor gang. They need to stop. I feel like, you know, Tony Khan has lost his mind. People cannot be their self now. Factions can't be by their self. (laughs) (laughs) He he was nobody by their self. They had limited TV time, and they got to make it happen. 
yo, yo. The bang bang scissor game. That, that is that that is it. Because <laughs> oh. no. remember, I told you I woke up in the middle of the night, was watching Collision, and they was called. I said they really called themselves the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. When I heard it, I, like, I, I thought you guys were joking, and I was Bro, like, no, no this can't be I'm real. But nobody oh, can be by themselves at AEW. It's limited All TV elite. time. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody I didn't alone. take off the show because we we gotta have we gotta go to Rome after dark. Uh, oh, I just saw it, but when I saw that. I'm like, we we we, you know, everybody we watching it while we do a fan club, and I'm like confused. So Siendo like breaks it down, and I'm like, bro, Jay White, you just just two weeks, bro. You just had to wait two weeks. Just you, you, just give me he my Jay been, White figure, please. He could have been facing Seth Rollins. Just yeah, idiot. yeah, he's an idiot. He should have just waited. <laughs> he should have just waited. Yeah, especially now that they, now they've you know, word got out that mm-hmm. Okada's uh pro wrestling tea store has been notified he has to shut down. You know, you know what that sounds like. <laughs> I don't know how that sounds like annoying. speculation. That sounds and, like speculation. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> AW and TNA have work relations with pro wrestling teas, but uh, there's another company that doesn't. But but back to the women's rumble. Um, yeah. let's just talk about some of the surprises they had. It's obvious that, that we we all enjoyed the women's rumble. My question is mm-hmm. first, one, I want you guys to think about this because I, I need I need you guys' expertise. Do you think Triple H did this on purpose? Because to me, there was a level of effort that I felt like I saw in the women's rumble that I didn't get from the men's rumble. And let's also talk about some of the surprises um, in the in the women's rumble. Let's start with uh, the first one we got was Naomi returning. She came in with the same number as her husband, mm-hmm. you know, as in, uh, in num- number two. And uh, she made her uh, triumphant return to the WWE, which was kind of, you know, that was kind of out of the bag. And uh, part of the other surprises, that she brought some company with her, even if it was just for one night. But we'll start with Naomi. The fans really responded well to Naomi. I'm sure you guys were there. It, it, it was it was very genuine. Go ahead, Brian. It, 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 felt, it felt like it was a normal thing at first. Like, the music hits, it's familiar. So you you hear, I'm amazing. And it's like, yeah, wait a minute. Oh, shoot. <laughs> like, it was like one of them type of moments, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I remember sitting there thinking like, like, because like I said, you're used to it. And it didn't dawn on me till like the music like really settled in. And then she came out that it was a return, not a normal thing. That was the difference. Sure. No, I I, if brother Hugh felt the same way. Brother Hugh, did you? Did you feel the same way? Man, when I it felt that way when I saw her face and she and she was bursting mm, okay. out basically in tears. Like mm. they showed it on the tight, well, not the tight. Yeah, she was. She had a hard time screen. putting it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. She was. She was struggling, but she pulled it together. But yeah, it just felt like it felt huge to me because I mean, it. It first of all. That was the first time I, I remember seeing. Why do you keep getting the thumbs role. up? Right. What's the thumbs up? Ooh, yeah, I think bubbles yeah. every show now. Just to, yeah, I had bubbles on my last bubble. night. But I had that, that's on my side. Balloons. You had yeah, balloons yeah. last night. You was every time. It's random thumbs up. Oh, bubble. I, don't know. I think. I think. My I think. Head, like I, yeah. I nah, whatever you're saying is always good stuff. You like, keep yeah, getting thumbs up. It's it's a reaction. But I don't know. I know that happened to Crystal B like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know because that that literally happened last night with him with the balloons. I was like, okay, he having a party by himself. Okay, it's this random balloon. They're listening to us. If 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 he has the WWE steal ideas from us, that means they're they're giving you thumbs up, brother, because they approve what you're saying. (laughs) Hey, 
But I'll take, she wasn't I'll take, it wouldn't be the first time. It would not be the first time. Yeah, yeah, no lie. Right. right. She wasn't the only one that was a big surprise. We talked about it. Jordan Grace showing up. TNA, mm -hmm. uh, are they considered knockouts? Or they do they call themselves knockout yeah, champions? Yeah, they're still knockouts. They're knockouts okay. still. TNA wrestling knockouts champion. Jordan Grace shows up, which was the shock. The, the only reason I knew who it was is because I was watching and I saw her name go at the bottom of the uh LED screen on the ring apron, you know, and I was mm -hmm. like. And it didn't hit me. And I was like, Jordan Grace. I was like, no. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, snap. With that beautiful teenage women's championship title. And I was like, yo, yes. this is really going yes. down. And Jordan Grace really showed up. And, I'm, and I don't know what you guys think, but she had amazing chemistry with every woman she was in the ring with. And I was like, oh, yeah, she belongs in here with them. I was shocked. That's the best I've seen of jordan grace not because of what she can and can't do it's just because of the caliber of the competition she was in the ring with mm -hmm. it looked like a big deal like she was used to wrestling like people on her level but like she was in there with like the established brands you know the natalia's the biancas and i was like yo she has chemistry with everybody she looked like she belonged well you got shocked to see jordan grace show up in uh this year's royal rumble and and then later later on even more shocked to find out that Triple H called Scott D. Moore like, hey, listen, you know, do you think she'd be interested in being a part of our Women's Royal Rumble this year? I, feel I was like shocked because... Oh, no, I was only shocked because if you really think about it, she has no ties to WWE outside of that picture. That probably means more that she posted on Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry, X, a couple weeks ago. Remember when it was <laughs> her and Naomi... I mean, not her and Naomi, hers, um, Mercedes, and Bailey. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that could have been the uh go down there and see if she uh wants to come here. Uh see if she can come work along with us. <laughs> he could have sent them, you know what I mean? He could have sent Bailey, you know, and especially with Naomi coming back, she said, Come on, come get this exposure because it was so crazy that the tweet came out, Congratulations, Joy Grace competing in the uh women's Royal Rumble. Tune in every Thursday to TNA. It was like, Yep, go ahead and plug your work and she has no ties. Like, what connection could you make to Jordan Grace for WWE outside of yeah. her just being their top champion in that division? And as people far as she her, worked uh, on the indies, I said just people she worked on the indies. Yeah, but I'm saying like you know how somebody like Diana Perazzo was in WWE at one point. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like okay, those two are arguably the two biggest names out of TNA in the last five to ten years that weren't other places that came there, you know what I mean? Like, they established that name there. So to see that and to give her that chance and for her to shine, I was I was happy that she had on the colors of TNA, but also of the way that they paced the Rumble. Like, I was kind of like, why is Natalia starting? And I said, oh, she's starting because of Naomi. And yeah, then it was like everything. General. Yeah, I was like, okay, they needed somebody that could, okay, who's safe? You know, and who's going to be able to help these women and honestly i hope that we get another program out of jordan grace or i told you somebody from the wwe needs to go down there to TNA now. Say, that is you, know, that, you see that it's comment gonna, right there you know it's gonna be definitely that conversation you know it's natalia if anybody goes down it's gonna be a vet like natalia and, see, and isn't that who i said brandon isn't yeah, that so who i said, said brandon you did you did mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you we did, were going back and forth enough, for a while. So I had a different take because I said the star power. Because all right, so here's my problem. I'm gonna go on a rant for a second. Uh -oh, AEW uh -oh. relationship with <laughs> TNA 
was all one-sided. Mm-hmm. AEW's relationship with New Japan is half and half. You know, you win some, I win some. We put over each other's talent. It's not a, oh, you're going to bring this person over and I'm only going to expose them to make myself look good. Um, right. But in this instance, we knew that the knockout champion wasn't going to win, but she had a good showing. So why yeah. not send another star down there to say, hey, who has the most going on right now that could capture that audience as well and still give them more exposure and create more buzz? So who was I'm your not pick? He's yeah, dancing. Who not, he's dancing who around. Who would you say? I, not, not, who you say? I said send Bianca. No, see, you can't do that. No, you cannot do that. Bro. She's, she's that big of a superstar. She will overshadow the that, entire show. No, she wouldn't. Thank you. Yes, she would. Be the biggest TV star show, right? that's, show. that's Black John Cena. She has, yeah. a, she has a TV show, right? <laughs> no, it, it's going to be she's all about her. Carpet, right? it's gonna that's be the reason why you her. don't send her to TNA. But you had her and Jordan and then last she eliminated her. Why not continue that story? You can't. Because that's what you want to see. Think about it. That's what you, you want to see. You can't he, send somebody that big. <laughs> but listen, I said send her there, right? And then they can finish yeah. the story in WWE. But you gotta, you gotta. We want to see that. Well, I want to see that now. No, the audience doesn't need it. Jordan needs it. Yeah, like exactly. And that's how you pay back TNA for allowing her to come back. Why, 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 yeah, why are you? Why are you paying back TNA when WWE did TNA the solid? Like TNA doesn't yeah. like WWE didn't need TNA. Like they weren't like right. begging her to be there. They did them a solid. That's like think about it. Think think about the uh the the partnerships of the nineties when Sabu and RVD used to come up in the mid nineties and do Monday Night Raw and stuff like that. Who did they send down there to work with with uh ECW? It was Jared King Lawler. Now Jared King Lawler was a legend in his own right. Now on WWF in that on that stage he was just a commentator, but in their arena Jerry Lawler was a Hall of Famer, and that's how um. Was his, that's how Paul Heyman made sure that he was booked. So he was always going after the top guys, and it was big deals. Like he he would draw big numbers for ECW because he was Jerry Lawler, the wrestler. Same thing with Terry Funk. When Terry Funk was in mm-hmm. WWF, yeah, he was just partnering with Mick Foley every once in a while. But in ECW's arena, he was Terry Funk, the legend, and he was their world champion, and he put over guys. And he and they still talk about Terry Funk being a crucial part of ECW's history. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like it. it it would be nice, but that's too big. Like that's too big of a superstar so, because she's so. You want me to finish all my points? Good. You said she's too big of a superstar. I think she's the perfect superstar if they wanted to keep that work relationship. Because remember, like you just said, Vince will allow these people, right? And that's how he not only I want to say brought these companies, but became silent partners to help those companies flourish, so his could still flourish. Because right now, he didn't I'm send them to point. flourish though. Hey, no, hear me out. AEW had a working relationship with New Japan, right? But wound up poaching mm-hmm. all their stars, right? Okay. New Japan didn't benefit at all, right? They actually lost mm-hmm. in the long run, right? Sure. If there's a working relationship or a, a backwards, a backdoor partnership about to happen, right? Who was at the TKO announcement slash merger thing that they had? Who was there? I don't know. Who was who, holding who, that TKO who, belt? Who was holding that TKO belt when they announced it, this is Bianca. the name? Are you talking about Bianca? He's talking about okay. Bianca, yeah. Who has yeah. a TV show? Bianca. Bianca. That's who all the has, reasons why you who? that's all the reasons why you can't send her down there. You have to send a mm-hmm. vet down there with them. Like, because yeah. think about it. She's that yeah, big of a superstar. You can't like she's gonna overshadow the entire including the men. 
Like that's not that's not what that. No, what I'm the trying part- to. Right, y'all not trying to hear me. Y'all, y'all keep stopping me. I'm gonna just let it. Go. You're making you're making the partnership seem like it's supposed to be equal, and the partnerships have no, never. No, I'm been not. Equal. I'm saying it's gonna help. That's gonna help TNA because that's not. What? Well, WWE what I'm has the best interest of a TNA being successful, don't they? No, what that, better that's way, what I'm trying to say though. We, we don't. No, what I'm saying. We, what better way to help TNA because they AW is number two, right? If TNA can come I, up to be number two, it will help WWE flourish. But you, but you fight the fight. You fight in the fight that that's not what WWE's there to do. Though, like WWE, their their goal is not to help TNA flourish. I'm let's let's call a spade a spade. You know why Jordan Grace was on was on was in the Royal Rumble? Like, let's tell the truth. That was an audition, and yes. they said, and well, I'm, hey. not de- "I'm not denying that. I'm just saying." Well, so keep, what, from a business they, they don't, standpoint, but from a business standpoint, TNA, yeah, it helps TNA. TNA, you got to that. That may be true if we knew TNA's business objective, but I don't think that that's their goal, to be honest with you. Because think about it. Everybody goes to TNA during their layover flight, right? The good brothers. <laughs> they're there, and it's like, they're, oh, think about it. Everybody's there on short-term contracts. They don't sign nobody for years. Like, Correct. once they get there, and they only did the same thing. It, so if you need somewhere to work outside of WWE, you know what they're going to say? You go to TNA, go to New Japan, you're good. You go to AW, you don't get stuck there. AW's the only one trying to sign people to long-term deals trying to compete with WWE. I think <laughs> Scott D. Moore is just trying to say, look, I just need a few names to help build my product so we can keep it moving. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's what it looks like. I don't think it looks like they're trying to make them flourish because like I said, think about it. Why did Vince give ECW $500,000 to stay afloat? It wasn't to compete with WCW. It was, no, it was the fuel of his brain. Yeah, it was to fuel him. It helped him in the long run, just like he did it with Evolve. You know, well, all these other but he, he sent Bret Hart. No, he yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. Like he didn't send one of the he didn't, he sent he sent someone that was big enough for them, not big enough mm-hmm. to always Bret Hart goes to ECW. You're gonna forget about the whole goddamn show. <laughs> it's all about Bret Hart. That's, like, not, that point, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, y'all are missing the whole point. I'm saying the figure here the WWE is who is beyond what do you mean? Like Triple Mark. H? No, she's the figure, she is the Right now, in the space that she is, when you think about WWE, you can't have a conversation without saying Bianca Belair. Sure, Let's of call course. it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. in the women's rumble where they had the most attention, right? The mm-hmm. TNA knockout champion was eliminated by the figurehead of WWE. Mm-hmm. And Bianca mm-hmm. makes an appearance in TNA, that's going to one, create the buzz to help them keep going. And then, if he comes back later on, that Jordan Grace wrestles her, that's what I'm saying. I, just said, I didn't say sit down there and then she's going to do. Six months worth of stint to get injured. Y'all going, I'm just saying that simple fact is remember when they had that deal where Ric Flair came for the Hall of Fame and then they said Christian. We was like, wow, Christian is important to TNA because of what he did in TNA. So that was a big deal for them. What I'm saying in the space to keep face and to make sure that, you know, not only TNA is a valuable, hey, if I need something, y'all look, look what I did for you. Y'all had my biggest star make an appearance. Now, come on back. And then if we need her again at SummerSlam, as in Jordan Grace or maybe, like what you call said in the, um, the comments, Decay, anybody, you know what I mean? It won't be a hesitation because they benefited from it. That's what I'm saying. Y'all talking about sending Natalia down there like her as an NXT run to go work. I said just send her there because she eliminated Jordan in the Royal Rumble because I wanted to see that. And it don't have to be a match. I was just saying send her because it's going <laughs> to – it's 14. It's it's nothing. Y'all not getting it. Y'all think I'm talking about center. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. This. 
the, I get the, uh, it. I, I like, I like, don't get me wrong. I like the pitch. And he's a businessman because when you want somebody to be recognized in WWE, who better to do it? Because he's think, a businessman. He knows if TNA flourishes, WWE will as well. Right. But but you're talking about businessmen, right? And and you think mm-hmm. about it. I think I, I don't have nothing wrong with your premise and which you, where you're coming from. I think the execution's got to be reversed. I think Jordan Grace and TNA benefits more from her showing up on WWE's platform than oh, Bianca. Because like let's like we when you're talking business, let's let's keep it real. I, I noticed what we want to see. We think it'd be great, but let's be like TNA doesn't have a TV deal. They don't access TV. They don't benefit right. from an appearance from Bianca Belair. But I'm going to tell you right now, Jordan Grace shows up on WWE programming over and over again, or just even, like I said, whatever working partnership it is. And even it's her showing up to confront Bianca because she eliminated and then she goes back home to TNA. Immediately, people are going to be familiar with, oh, that's the girl from TNA. And they're going to say, wait a minute. Or they may say stuff like, well, shoot, TNA's back. Because the wrestling audience, WWE has them in a chokehold. It's because the diehards are not keeping TNA's doors open. Like the diehards are not getting them a new TV deal. They're going to be there regardless versus that mainstream audience is the reason why everybody's talking about Jordan Grace because Jordan Grace has been been Jordan Grace for a while now. But outside of us wrestling fans, you know what I mean? But um, like I said, I I don't mind the premise. It's it's interesting. It's it's a different take. That's why we have these conversations because uh, let me ask you this. What is mm -hmm. what is what does TNA have coming up that they would need a notable name to make people go do it? That TKO something with. What's what's TNA got coming up? What's the new? What's TKO doing for them? Oh, they, yeah, uh, streaming in, in, service. Actually, in, it's Endeavor, the parent company, has uh, yeah, uh, it, uh, uh TNA Plus. Yeah, yeah, they 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 uh, they got TNA Plus, so it's like there is some sort of working relationship. We we don't know the nature of it, but listen, if 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 she show if Bianca Belair shows up on TNA programming, brother Brandon, untap your phones because they're listening. Interesting take. Um, I'm interested to hear other people say we got to clip this off social media. I want to hear other people. Bianca Belair showed up. They'd be that'd be massive. It would definitely be a huge get for them. Uh, but yeah, um, it was plenty of other surprises as well. Uh, not only that, Jade Jade made her uh, her WWE debut, and I must say, not only did she look absolutely stunning, she looked good in the ring. I think they did a good job of protecting her. Phenomenal. Yep. Making sure she didn't do too much, making sure she wasn't in a situation to do too much. I think they catered to her all the things that she does well. Um, and I think she shined. I think she had an excellent WWE debut. Now, how do you feel about Jade, brother Brandon? How would you feel about if Jade was in that spot with uh if they sent Jade to TNA to uh to work? It doesn't have the same, doesn't have the same star power. Because she's just established herself in WWE. Like, everybody knows who Fair she enough. is. Mm-hmm. She's just, it would feel like, oh, isn't that the AEW woman that went to WWE that's down there to a casual person? Um, mm-hmm. A year from now, it'll be a different conversation because the WWE has treated her right. It has done mm-hmm. a lot for our character development that we not, not, we know who she is, but like, not knowing who she is, her first month of appearances made you say, okay, who is this woman and what is she about to do? You know, and then for the Roar to crowd her debut to be in the Royal Rumble into last down to the last few moments was spectacular. It was exactly what should have been happening with her in the past. Um, she didn't need a lot of squash matches when she really couldn't invest in her. But now we're invested. 
how many people are sitting here waiting about to see what's next for Jade now? Had it not been this buildup, we wouldn't be sitting here saying, all right, we, we want to see what's next for her. Mm-hmm. Brother Hugh, you yeah. made the noise. Were you happy to see Jade in person? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that I was, was the just first time? Ha- yes, because I didn't go into oh. uh, any AEW events yet. Gotcha. But, um, you didn't go to one DC? Yeah. No. Okay. I didn't make that. I didn't want to. Um, yes, you did. No, that was ROH. We went to at the um, no, that was ROH. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was ROH in the same place they held them, right? The um, UMBC, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah. I was just watching. Well, first of all, when she came out, the, the roar from the crowd, man, it was just electric. How did they get that when, music? I had right, Dylan said it sounded uh, like I say music. Didn't it? It, she has rights exactly. to it, she owns it, yeah. Okay, that's like, okay. I yeah, they tell, can't, can't I hear thought music. it was the same thing. When she showed but, up in uh when she first showed up in AEW. Yeah, I couldn't hear her music, but I do know that yeah. she owns it. I you know, I heard Kaz talking and about is it. Is that phrase the song is coming ideas. hers? Yeah, I think. Because I know you can really can't really what you call it catchphrases, you can't copyright mm-hmm. catchphrases unless it's something like a part of a name. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why I was like, maybe she didn't. Maybe she owns that part because I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. What about you, Brian H? You happy to see Jade? Yes, sir. Jade um, Cargo looked good. Mm-hmm. And I saw so I again watching this stuff. When Naya cleared the ring, mm-hmm. I said, okay, something's gonna happen. First time it was Becky. And then mm-hmm. this time I'm looking. So I'm standing facing because like so where my seat was like i'm like on the floor but towards the back part of the right side not near the entrance but a a healthy distance from it right so i could look at the wall that was in the back of the stadium and when i saw Mm -hmm. the letters come up it was like oh snap she's here and that's when you know every you could see everybody going off and because that's the one thing that they did a good job as far as revealing the um the names with the logos and stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of stuff that you know a lot of music didn't hit because you know yeah you couldn't really hear petition to bring jim johnston back uh there's a lot of conversation about that huh just been a conversation about that yeah, because it, it is so generic, and uh, we talked about that on Wednesday Worldwide today. Like we dove in a, a, a lot. So when she came out there, you know, it was like, oh snap! And then you know, having just seeing those moments, man, her and Bianca, you know, because that's something like they would be at events together, mm-hmm. but they would never take pictures together for obvious reasons. Sure. Un- until um. I think until Jay became a free agent. Oh no, that was her and Trinity or something. But like they would they would be, you know, WWE might send Bianca to like a NASCAR and Jay was sent by AEW, you know. But it's like football game together too. It might have been, yeah. (laughs) Um, but you never they would never like, you know, understanding, you know, having worked in, you know, media relations, I can understand why that was like, no, this is a PR nightmare. We don't want to start nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just it was great though. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her. I'm excited to see what she do. I got a feel SmackDown gonna be good Friday. SmackDown, man. You think that's what she, she said? Very it. well in the ring. She 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 moved very well in the ring. That's for sure. Look, she Natty did. Said that, she uh, looked good. Natty says she ready. 
Nah, Do you think it's SmackDown yeah. so that her and Bailey can have a program post-Mania, or is it SmackDown because that's where the best place she fits? I think Raw is tag team heavy. Mm, okay, mm. yeah. Yeah, I've always felt Raw after that's the draft. Said, with, fits, yeah. yeah, I think she fits, Um, but, you know, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it's, uh boy. I don't even want to get into the book and her just yet. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna well, I'm just saying because yeah. I'm just saying because I was I was worried like where did she go? Because I feel yeah. like she would fit in any three places and be yeah. that. But I'm like with Tiffany Stratton. I'm just using her for example. Wasn't on yeah. NXT. Would I be saying it's okay for her to go to NXT? If Bailey wasn't on SmackDown, would I be saying she'd be sure. okay on SmackDown? You know, if Becky wasn't a robber, like it's okay for her to go to Raw. Like certain players aren't places. You're like, well, what do I want to see at first? You know, we get just saying in our mind mm-hmm. booking her. She's gonna get around to the whole roster, but what do we want to see her first? What's our first mm-hmm. program? What's the next year look like? You know what I mean? Like I ain't even worried about the mania. I'm just worried about oh, where's she gonna be? When is the next Jade sighting? No, I don't need I, none of them Dylan. <laughs> I mean Micah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Off, <laughs> well, listen, we have we have plenty of surprises. Blue, Give us blue. We have plenty of surprises with the uh, women's rumble, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, we don't have time to get into all of it because we're already kind of running over a little bit. But let's get into our famous segment: good for business, bad for business. Now, this is pretty straightforward because we've been kind of alluding to it. But Bailey wins uh, the women's Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes he wins the man the men's Royal Rumble this year. Gentlemen, well, that's good for business. This bad for business. Cody repeating Bailey in in this space for the first time. Talk to you people. Good for business. Bad for business. Our, our 2024 Royal Rumble winners should it have been somebody else. I just yeah. think you could have elevated another star in the middle. Okay, there we go. We got some controversy. I, I go just ahead. Don't think- go on it. I, I just don't think Cody Rhodes needed to win the Royal Rumble this year. You know, never mind. Already... Him. We thought we talking about Bailey. Nope. <laughs> he's, he's already, already a main man. man. Right, right. <laughs> he's already made man. So why do we have to do this? You know, like he we know it's about his story. We don't need he doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble to face Roman. All he has to do is just step right in there and tell Roman I'm facing you. That's it. They could have put oh. somebody else in there, they could have elevated oh, Jay Uso. No, come on, cut it out. That was advocate. Who would you have elevated in this moment <laughs> if it wasn't Cody Rhodes? No, no, seriousness though. No, but it, it, it's definitely good for business. Um, you, you you know, Cody is somebody. We 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 talk a lot about like okay, you know, being a replacement with John Cena and stuff. Here's the thing: Cody put himself in another echelon. It's a reason. He won the Royal Rumble back to back. It's more than just finishing the story. It's mm-hmm. okay. We we're going all in with you. We're going to take you further than you can imagine. We're looking to make you a bigger star than your father ever was. And that's a tall task. But being in an elite class that includes Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's mm-hmm. a big deal. You know, yeah. as much as I want to see it, I don't think it'll happen. Cody could lose again and still find a way to make it true. third time is the charm. That's how good Cody Rhodes is. Like, yeah. it, 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 I don't think it's going to happen. I'm, I'm not delusional. Um, sure. You know, um, but I mean, you know, with September right there, why not? But mm-hmm. either way, you know, he, he's just that good. So I think that it's great for business. 
the mm-hmm. people are still around him. He's somebody who found a way to lose and get more traction without having to make a major change. You know, like, yeah. And how long did it take Dusty to be Flair? Three years. See, Mm. Mm. I can't do another year. This, (laughs) (laughs) oh, yo, you, oh, but you can now. You can, and you, and you will. (laughs) (laughs) And you will. What do you think, brother? (laughs) Good for business, bad for business. Just WrestleMania in Atlanta. That's is that next year, right? They don't have a home for 41 yet. yet. They don't even have a home for SummerSlam yet. Rumors are saying Minnesota. Don't they announce it that that weekend of the of Mania? They they announce where next year is. I don't know the use. Last year it was announced before SummerSlam uh, a couple of years ago. Randomly announcing it. Yeah, it was announced before. Hmm. Um when they remember they announced three in a row. That was the yeah. week of the divisional round of the playoffs. They announced which was crazy. Days. I was like, why would they announce that many foreign events? Yeah, they had them all locked in, you know. But I mean, Rocky, come on now. He's sitting at a different table. <laughs> in a, no, I want you to sit at this right. table and interrupt. Right. You know, I don't care once about I you. Right out, once I found out he joined the TKO board of directors, I said, Oh, that's the table he's sitting yep. at. Never mind. That's, he's not that's what he's talking about. <laughs> yep. Brother Hugh. Good for business the bad for business. Our 2024 uh Royal Rumble Women's Bailey for the women's Cody Rhodes on the men's side. Is this is this the right move? Both of them are good for business. Um Bailey for obvious reasons. I mean, like I said earlier, it just made sense. That was the major storyline for the women. Um, but Cody, as much as I don't want it to happen, mm-hmm. I mean, the people want to see him pursue him, you know, finishing his story or whatnot. Can I ask your so question? I understand it. Yes. Why don't you want him? Why don't you want to see him finish the story? Because I acknowledge my tribal chief. Talk oh, just well, since when? When he, well, come on, you always acknowledge the tribal chief. I've always been there. I've always been what? there. You too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh my god. I've always been there. Anyways, go ahead. Now, because I think you said it because you know what's going to happen. You know he's about to lose. It's over now. This because that's <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please stick around. That's the last thing we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what happens to the bloodline. How does we had this conversation in the text message early in the group? We said we're going to bring this to the show. How does this all end? But go ahead. You said you you acknowledge I, the tribal chief, Cody Rhodes. I just I just want the tribal chief to um to pass surpass Hogan. That's it. Oh, see, that's a double turn. That's you, you, you guys see, these double I turns. I, I no, I can't rock with Hogan, bro. No, pass him. Let's, let's get it done. He can he can get the story done next year. He he can no. acknowledge you know the Hulk Hogan, but it's, uh, it's nah, time nah, for nah, a new nah, tribal nah. chief of the record. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. What about Bailey? You like you think Bailey was the right one on the women's side? Oh yeah, Bailey was the right one. Okay. It makes Fair sense. Enough. Like I said, it just makes sense. Who else are right. you gonna put in that, that position? I that's that's the first question I'm always asking. So I'm Literally, I'm with like, you. Becky Lynch was ne- was the next one, you know, but to be honest, did she really even need it? And Bailey, yeah. she's been the MVP for so long. Yeah. Ever since she came back at SummerSlam, she's been doing her thing as a as a as a role model, just an in ring talent. She's been on point, so I mean, she deserved it. In ring talent, brother Brandon, amazing. Love it. Good for business, bad for business. Did did WWE get it right this year for the women's side and the men's side? Good for business, bad for business. Cody Rhodes on the men, Bailey for the women. I think they got what say you, Booker Man? 
for the women, it was good for business because that's what the crowd wanted. That's what we needed. And that's what Bailey needs this moment. Um, Being second, third string of the women's division, but still being a backbone, it's hard to do. So she's, you know, the four horse woman that always was bringing up the rear. And now she gets her spotlight. Because mm-hmm. when she's in the spotlight, it's, oh, okay. And each time she's been in the spotlight, it's been different. And remember, Bailey was the first Grand Slam Women's Champion. Right. You know, and now that she's punched her ticket at the Rumble, she now has that title, you know, I've held everything now at this point. This was the one thing that she hasn't had to have her historic career at that level. Now, do I think that she um, faces EO? I don't, I don't know now because I feel like I don't – I know the damage control storyline is still unfolding, so it's a good thing that we are going to keep that story going. But I think it's going to be a bad if, it's, if it doesn't live up to what we are expecting because Triple H is storytelling. We got a long time to Mania, but we don't have a long time to That's Mania. True. Remember, That's he could cut on a story and make us care, and mm-hmm. – all the speculation, who knows what's going to happen, but Bailey definitely good. Cody, I think it was good because <clears throat> it quieted the rumblings. You know, Triple H is very strategic in doing certain things mm-hmm. to stop the, oh, well, will he, won't he? Because he, he had to quiet the noise of, oh, but we want to rock. Hold on. I don't know if you want to get a rock. Stop it. You got Cody. There. Look, it was like a, a silencer in a sense that it's like, yeah, let's give Cody another accolade. And let's call it what it is. Since he's been back, Cody's only been a tag team champion, which is crazy True. that this man has been this much of a figurehead on the cover of the video game, kissing um, his belt and giving it to kids, signing autographs, doing all the things that, you know, a good white collar baby face. Or what do you, what's the term you call it? For the wrestling clubs, WrestleMania tickets. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's doing everything possible so you got to give them another nudge to put them into that category because remember they played it up and now they're making him a bigger star to dethrone whatever you want to call him the dragon you know he's got to have so much more going behind he slayed the beast he beat Seth Rollins he's done all this stuff he had all this adversity it's time it's time it's time um so I think it was good for business to stop the noise or it was good for business to pump up the mania event because Bubba Ray said it is that beating Hogan record more important than him finishing the story. Mm. Nobody and that's the only Bubba thing. Ray thinks. That's what Brandon thinks. I'm just and when he made that statement, I'm like, mm. it's so close. Yeah. yeah, and I and I'm gonna stick fast my theory that. WWE had one way of getting out of this, but they didn't. If Cody last year would have just won the WWE Championship and the Universal title still could have been as important and it could have had that, he could hold that until 27, 2027 for a lot year because you could have kept having those different types of challenges. So, what, if. just never merged the belts in the first place. That's what I'm saying. If he would have, because remember, Cody said he wanted yeah. a WWE Championship. But then after he won the Rumble, oh, I'm going to, I was like, wow, you just ruined the whole thing. Like, just say, just like with the SmackDown and the Raw belts, if they just say, like they did before, 
Oh, it's this match is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And it's that's coming. how you split the belts up. So if they would have <laughs> just won the Mania saying, no, I want the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Roman's first loss, but he still would have been reigning as champion. Because remember, he said it. He made that Universal title special. He made that the most important title. True. And it still could have been rolling with it. Even if they say, you know, we're going to give you another title and made it black and gold. I mean, you could have did so much with it, but I, I'm nervous because I think that that rain is more important than Cody finishing the story. Cody's going to wow. Cody be good, man. Cody, I promise. He, he has enough I, as much I don't want to be like me and Dwayne. You didn't see me and Dwayne's face when we got got. Now, I'll tell you this. If Downstate is there, one, if Cody, Mama, and his baby Mama, and his baby is there, (laughs) (laughs) ringside, if those three elements are there, he's winning. Yeah, I'm going to be looking. If Downstate, if if they're booked, we need to keep checking their um, Twitter page. If they say they're in um, Philly for the weekend, because mm-hmm. you know it's got to be the biggest spectacle ever. And, stay home. And if they are there, he's it's winning to an end. And then no. Cody Elevator is going to get inter- um, assembled so he can yeah, come out the floor. You know he's coming out the floor. You know he's coming. Ah, he walked in right, did he? Yeah, um, with wings on his back. I no, because I definitely didn't watch wings? the match, but I pay more attention to the, the winners. Interest. Yeah, his wings had a. Uh, he's just. He just. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to Roman to lose it. He had like wings <laughs> in the back of his jacket. Oh, um, I'm, I'm gonna use my PTO. Yeah, you do I'm that. So, I'm telling <laughs> you that that this. I'm saying when WrestleMania, when the main event starts at nine o'clock, because the interest is going to take an hour. You want to understand you why? <laughs> when night two, the main event starts, and then you're like, wait a minute, is it really starting? Cody gonna need a whole half an hour because he got to do twelve woes to get to the ring. Roman going. um be flying down on doves under his um, ankles like he's um, a Greek god flowing down to the ring with the slowest walk ever. Roman should be like, yeah, I'm not going to this day. I'm a 49er. I don't mm-hmm. go in the Eagles trash. That is that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's what my tribal chief should say. Yeah, I mean, wow. I'm going to talk to him. No, yeah, you do that. Listen, go. So, so I got a question. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're at a dilemma. We're almost hitting two hours. It's time for us to get ready to wrap up. We have a very important topic to talk about. I don't know if you guys want to tackle this right now because this may go longer than you intended. We could save this for another show. Or we could talk about it now. So it's up to you, good brothers, because we have to answer the question about the bloodline. Since Brian H and Brother Hugh want to have this conversation so bad, the question really is, how does this all end? Coming up Where- next week. <laughs> no, my bad. <laughs> I thought you was for this what do you- what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to tackle it now? Because this this might be a can of worms. <laughs> right. You guys want to because we could def, we could say this for something a little bit closer to WrestleMania because it's almost to me it's inevitable. But you know, Brian H and Brother Hugh holding on to their last little bit of uh what's left of the bloodline, but with, with say it again. Speaking, I'm sorry, what you say the way I can hear you. No, okay, let me say it louder. The last yeah. little bit of it because oh, they're no longer as strong as they were. Empires rise and empires fall. And, and we're going to see it fall. Let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. The question is, how is it going to fall? Look, he, you got thumbs up. Your man might, might, might make a crucial mistake. Uh, so, yeah. you, don't think it's already, you don't think that they, number one and two in the Royal Rumble, didn't already set the stage? For yeah, the I mean, Solo, Solo might put him out of misery. It's my turn now. I'm the heir. 
I don't know. You guys, so so, so listen. You guys want to tackle this now, or we can wrap the show? What do you guys want to do? Let's, this is something you want to get into up. right oh, now. How about we? How about we do this, Dwayne? Why don't mm-hmm. we take to the socials with this all week and engage the people mm-hmm. yeah. all week, so that way anybody want to come on the um, air next week saying it, we can address all the comments next week and okay. make that the we'll topic that. of the That's show. A, That's and we can actually have Hugh make his sexy graphics where people make stuff on. Um, Yes. On oh, the yeah. Twitter sphere and Instagram, we'll, we'll he can put their here. he can put their comments on the screen, right? R- You're welcome, Brother Brandon. That's good. You should have a show. I think you should do a show every Tuesday night where you talk hey. about belts and you interact oh. with people. Yeah, because that was a great idea. Like the... You know, it's a great time at eight p.m. It's a good time. That's people good usually time. watch this stuff at eight p.m. Prime time. Mm-hmm. Should we I mean, go live if... or should it be recorded? Which one? Uh, half, half and half. Half half. But you know, if it's good you know, with the people. But, but you know what's crazy? It's good but you know what's crazy, Brian? Somebody was supposed to have five shows that hasn't given us any clear. We're all nervous about this, but Nothing. we won't leave that alone. Not at all. We Boom. are so nervous. We are so <laughs> nervous. Said five. Yeah, because look, I'm telling you, one day we're gonna log in and you're like, nope, not tonight. It's me. I know this is gonna happen. I know I'm just waiting. <laughs> And I thought last night I was like, if the weight is in this in this waiting room, I'm gonna die because he was so hey, quiet fellas. all the time. I got <laughs> some stuff I need to upload. It's happening. But, but that is actually a, a really good idea. So we're gonna save this conversation. We're gonna put us out. So we'll we'll build up to this in Triple H fashion. But uh, we'll get ready to wrap this show up, man. Uh, Royal Rumble 2024 has uh, officially begun the road to WrestleMania. We are officially there. We have Cody Rhodes, who has won the 2024 Men's Royal Rumble back-to-back. We have uh, Baylor, who has won the Women's Royal Thank you, good brothers, for hanging in. Thank you for everybody in the uh, chat right now, everybody who's viewing the show that stayed with us all the way through this. Um, definitely leave your comments on what you thought about the, the Royal Rumble this year. What were your favorite parts? What was your favorite Rumble? The Men's or the Women's? Give us your comments. Give us your ideas, your thoughts, your two cents. We are going to get ready to wrap this up. I'll remember, just don't forget to uh, check out Championship Culture, youtube.com slash the wrestling realm, Championship Culture playlist. The show will be on the homepage live uh, and available every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Definitely follow them on uh, all the social media platforms. Follow the wrestling realm uh, on all social media platforms at wrestling realm. Subscribe to our Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube at the wrestling realm. Gentlemen, we have done it again. We have served the people what they needed to hear. They wanted to hear some superior wrestling intellect, and we have done our job once again. We will be back again next week to talk about the next chapter of where the road to WrestleMania takes us. We have another stop. We got to go to Perth, Australia for Elimination Chamber. We hope to see you there because I sure as heck won't be there. But we will definitely be here to talk <laughs> about it. Don't go to Perth, so I ain't going. Okay, well, there it is. We ain't going to Perth, but guess what? We definitely going to have a conversation about it. So definitely join us next week. Championship Culture every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Brian H. doing Brian H. things. Has a third doing has their things. The Belt King, Brandon Guy doing Brandon Guy things. And the realness always keeping it real. We are out of here. We will catch you next week. Peace out. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!